heroes and villains. Thank you for joining us once again, or maybe for the very first time in this episode of the Umbra Initiative. I, What's up? I asked for a cough drop and. Oh, got you. Before I start hacking up a lung. Better not. There you go. <laughs> Summer Initiative is a tabletop <laughs> actual play show where we play some mutants and masterminds in a supernatural thriller, uh, horror-esque, horror-esque, super, super show. Yeah, super, 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 super stealth. Uh, stuff and things and um, junk. I am Colby, your Professor G. I'm joined here by my lovely cast and crew, Corey. Hi, my name is Corey, and tonight I will be playing as Jordan Teller. David? Hi, my name is David, and I play as Barrett Stair. And you're Cole. Who plays Arabella Modesto? Hello. A uh, couple of announcements before we begin, begin today's episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over here. Got some special announcements over some here. Pretty good One, uh, we still have merch. We do. Hell yeah. We beanies. We do still we have got, merch. We got hats. We got hats. We, we, got, we, we got t-shirts. We, we have t-shirts. I was going to wear one, but it's in the wash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, mine's also. In the wash because I wear it so much. Mm-hmm. It's so comfy. Uh, check it out on our on our tip page. You can scroll down on our Twitch channel. That's right there. We also have new art that I have posted mm-hmm. over here. It's gonna cover everybody. Hold on. Yeah, we have new art. Ready? I'm Dr- ready. Drum roll. All right, and bam! We got Bowie. Hey! Everyone's favorite hey! favorite little creature. Look at him. Look at that cutie. It'll be posted on. Uh, Twitter and whatnot, and the mm-hmm. Discord and everything in due time. But yeah. we got official art for the the ferret boy. Look at that boy. He's yeah. so yeah. adorable. I love him. I love him. We should put his little noggin in the face rotation. <laughs> we should. Yeah. We should put him in a corner. Like, change it. Yeah. Little stats. Aw. <laughs> uh, Even though he's not a player. Um, so, yep. Hold on. Let me get rid of him. There we go. He's, he's dead now. Um, <laughs> that was fun while it lasted. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so we got that. And then... Uh, all right, yeah, should we just say a big announcement right now? Do it. It's 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 up. It's live. It is live. Wait, are we going to do a drum roll for that? No. Uh, give me one one drum. Thank you. <laughs> that was multiple, David. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we have an official Umbra Initiative Patreon. Yes. Hell yeah. Oh, we have a Patreon. Oh, my God. We have it, finally. Uh, you can find the link in the description here, and, and I'm going to put the link in all of our... Uh, it's in our link tree and stuff, but I'll put it in the videos as well descriptions there are tiers um, you can support it oh different yeah cash values we got, <laughs> it's a whole official big patreon mm-hmm. we got everything on there um you can go check it out now at patreon.com slash the umbra initiative mm-hmm. patreon.com slash the umbra initiative what we can give them some incentive by telling them what we do after each absolutely. session absolutely yeah, yeah. so uh give me a second I go tier by tier so uh for five dollars you can join the bygone tier uh-huh and uh, with it, you get digital downloads of the audios for every episode. So maybe you're like, oh man, I'm going on a plane. I don't got, I don't, you know, I don't got data, or I'm, you know, mm-hmm. leaving my house. I don't got Wi-Fi. I'm mm-hmm. going on a road trip. Whatever. We got you. <laughs> yeah. Just download it. Yeah. You can download every Umbra Initiative episode right now. Uh, that's the five dollar t- bygone tier. We also got the ten dollar Kin tier. Hell yeah. This is the big one. We added this one. You get our special post show uh, at the end of every episode. Um, 
starting from the second episode onward, mm-hmm. uh, though we do cover the first. Yes. Uh, we've been doing a special post show. It's about 15 to 20 minutes of us talking. Just kind of off the cuff, like uh, what we thought what about happened. the episode, yeah, and Im- things like that. Immediately after the episode ends, we record these. So it's mm-hmm. our freshest thoughts on what's happening, behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. over yeah, there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're really cool. Yeah. You you get a lot of like our insight and our mm-hmm. thought processes behind the decisions we make while we're playing and where inspirations and things come from. Yeah, it's Add some character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And things that we couldn't say in character to each yeah. other <laughs> about yeah. things that were happening and it, it's cool yeah yeah uh that's for ten dollars you also get the previous year's reward for that yeah of course yeah. this goes without saying for all of them mm-hmm. uh and then we have our kith tier twenty five dollars uh what do you get for that one well uh, obviously you get the digital download mm-hmm. you get the post show episode and then you get two other things we give you a special shout out at the end of every umber initiative episode so you can be a little part and to be further apart of uh, the Umber Initiative, you get to name, and uh, we can talk about uh, making an NPC for you. That that is featured inside Arcadian Haven. You want to put your NPC in here? Yeah, so, you know, we'll talk about it, and uh, we'll see how that goes. So so you can be a part of the Umber Initiative even further. And then finally, we have our fourth tier, our Feed Bowie tier. Yeah. (laughs) He's hungry, and so are we. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, that's like a fifty dollar kind of like hey if you really want to show your support I mean you get everything of yeah. course over there and uh, we love you for having support over here yeah, yeah. and we'll give you a kiss if you have just like extra money to throw away that's that one that's like that's like that 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 uh, one's that if app you... on the iPhone that's like a golden nugget that costs a million dollars that's yeah. that one yeah no that reason. one's if you really want to see us grow and get new lights new cameras new mm-hmm. sound and just you know eventually uh you know we'll will be big enough to get a studio <laughs> instead dream. of this. That's the dream. It's mm-hmm. true. Um, that is the dream. Yeah, so that's all. Uh, that's what we have right there for the Patreon over there. Uh, we would just love it if, you know, it doesn't matter. You can be the $50 tier. You can be the $5 tier. We're going to fucking love you every step of the way yeah. over there. Hell and, yeah. Uh, uh, we'd love to see your support over at the Patreon. So that's patreon.com slash the Umbra Initiative. Yes. And you best believe we'll be chilling this every episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You're not going to hear the end of it. Yeah. We won't so. stop until you all sub. <laughs> Submit. Submit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's a big announcement for today's episode. Corey has an announcement. Yeah, Corey oh, does. Yeah. Um, I announced it today. Um, for those of you that don't know, I'm a musician. Um, I am a solo musician. I have a project called Corey Croft and the Band of Phantoms. Uh, and I just finished and submitted my third full-length album. So, yeah. Nice. nice. Um, 13 tracks of all-new shit that I've been working on for the past year, and it's called A Proper Burial. If you go to my Instagram or any of my other social medias and find my link tree, you can uh, pre-save it for Spotify right now. Corey Croft and the Band of Phantoms, go check them out. Go oh, listen yeah. to this every single little... one of his songs. Yeah, yeah. this won't be the last time you hear about it. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, until it comes out. Uh, but mm-hmm. the album comes out January 28th. That's in like a little more than two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at all doing stuff. I know, look at yeah. us. We're all busy. Oh, everyone's having a good time. All right, now for a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> now for a bad time. Let's all <laughs> As always, chat, let us know if you have any audio issues. Probably should have said that before we announced everything. Yeah, fine. That's okay. Um, all right, so. I think, without further ado, we should get into tonight's episode of the Ember Initiative, shall we? Mm-hmm. The story so far. Episode 7. It's a time of reflection for Arcadian Haven. One of their own has passed. 
a young huntress by the name of Lacey LaCroix. Though the fault Wait. of her death... Are we frozen? Uh, oh, you guys are frozen. Oh, we're frozen. Yeah. Creepy. Cool. Oh. That's a peculiar problem. <laughs> yep. Thank you, Neo. <laughs> <laughs> we have tears on our Patreon. All right, we are back. Oh, we got tears right now because our crash, or our stream just <laughs> yeah. crashed. That's true. That's true. <laughs> our All crash right. just streamed. It's 50k a lot. <laughs> I guess All right, we are back. There we go. More info on the Patreon. There you For some reason, Streamlabs was like, hey, let's update. Watch, update. Yeah. Yeah. Good timing. Never Good happened time. before. Asshole. All right. Anyway. Anyway. Let me start from the beginning there. <laughs> okay. The story so far. <gasps> Episode 7. It's a time of reflection for Arcadian Haven. One of their own has passed. A young huntress by the name of Lacey LaCroix. Though the fault of her death is attributed to that of a beast, the truth couldn't be more sinister. The party is left to recover from the wake of an awful battle the night before. Jordan awakens within the compound of the Entia Relinquere, healed from the wounds in his fight with the, uh, with the demonic Arabella. Feeling hopeless and overwhelmed, he contacts his therapist, Natalie, informing her that he is going to be leaving Arcadian Haven. She convinces him to give it a week before deciding party cope with the loss of Lacey during her funeral service, where Barrett and Jordan also form a temporary truce in order to better deal with Arabella's horrific transformation. Later that night, the party arrive at the Orange Crest Cinema, another abandoned construction venture that existed during the peak of Arcadian Haven's popularity. Invited by a mysterious figure known as Raj, the group hopes to find answers to all of the supernatural happenings in town. Raj appears, as promised, and indeed imparts important knowledge to our heroes. The places they have been stumbling into are known as umbras, pocket dimensions that form when powerful beings known as kin attempt to enter the universe. Kin are beings that can be explained as manifestations of concepts. They are, quote-unquote, offspring to cosmic entities known as kith, and if they are allowed to roam Earth, uh, roam the Earth, they could create untold chaos. What is bringing them to Arcadian Haven in such a large quantity is unknown, and something the party will have to discover. Raj gives them this information as he leads them into, the, uh, into a budding umbra for an approaching kin. The party ventures deeper into the recesses of this dimension to stop its progression. Who is Raj, and can he truly be trusted? And what sort of destiny has the party stumbled into? Perhaps the answer lies within the Umbra. Ooh. I'm hype. I'm hype. Let's go, baby. Okay. So much shit happened, man. I know, last, we ended the last session on like a lore drop. I know. Yeah, really hard, heavy one. Yeah. We learned a lot. And uh, let me know if the music's too loud or whatever, Jeff. At any point. <laughs> um, so. The three of you, with Bowie in tow, are walking into this elongated hallway of this um, movie theater, entering into one of the screens. Um, Behind you, we see Raj, who had just shut the double doors, leaving you within the faint sort of red um, light. It's like 
Think of the light of um, like the inside of like a, a ship, uh, like a submarine. You know that that um, oppressive Emergency. red light. Yeah, um, all around you, the carpet uh, at your feet, soft, but has a pattern of these triangles all throughout. And the hallway bends. It's like you're walking through hills as it just curves downward like a tunnel, and you cannot see anything but darkness down that tunnel. The three of you together. What do you do? Um, I... After Raj has told us, like, everything, all this stuff about the kith and the kin, the bygones, mm-hmm. and spawn, um... She just starts, like, walking along with a mission. Okay. Arabella walks with determination. <laughs> you too? How are you feeling? What's going on? I know that every time something like this happens, something something bad happens. There's something that wants to kill us, mm-hmm. or just doesn't act the way it should. And the only difference here right now in Barrett's eyes is Raj. Hmm. So he's just gonna like. I assume he's still like near us. No, he's he's not here. He anymore. shut the door. He's sitting yeah. outside. Yeah, he's sent us in. For now, I'm gonna stay at the doors. Okay. So you just wait at the doors. Yeah, like looking in with my back to the doors, just kind of like against them. Sure, sure. Jordan, uh, hesitantly, I'm gonna follow Arabella. Inside. Sure. Yeah, uh, Bowie kind of lags behind um, the two of you as you guys move forward, kind of looking back at uh, Barrett. Uh, and you see uh, Bowie has that that form of his, but uh, far less pronounced. The, the sort of pyramid horn shape is not um, as large. That aura around him is very weak, but his fur is still a little sharp. Um, it's a sort of incomplete um, version of that. And once he looks at you, he kind of just powders after the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the two of you continue walking, and uh, you realize you're going up a, an incline mm-hmm. until it dips downward. Um, and uh, when you reach the sort of crest of this hill um, down, it's, it, it's such a steep drop. Not a 90-degree angle, but definitely like a, a slide almost mm. on this carpet. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, it's a drop. Ugh. How far away are them? How far away are they? About from thirty you? feet. Okay. Hmm. It's like how dark is it? It's very dark in here. Um, it's very. Di- it's difficult to see finer details. Um, if you kind of look along the walls, you can see um, uh, fixtures, like these sort of half sphere fixtures in the wall that would hold light bulbs, mm. but they're all there's no light bulbs in any of them. Okay. And we just come up to this, like, really steep. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything around I could pick up and, like, roll down the... Uh, major perception. Get out of here, angry frog. <laughs> it's not nice to call me that. <laughs> angry frog. Uh, that's a nine. A nine? Yep. Yeah, you're looking around, you're just squinting. Um, there's just not a lot of light in here, and it's everything around you just seems... It, it's clean. Right, um, it's like a you know it's like a movie theater when you're before everybody leaves and throws all their trash in the fucking you know the overflowing trash bin. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like this 
you to have this scent of like a freshly vacuumed carpet. Um, even though obviously this place has not seen action in a long time. Okay. Um. Hmm. Is there any other way to go besides that steep incline? Not that you see. <sighs> okay. Uh, what do you see? Nothing really great. Uh, I can't see below where we are, and it looks like a pretty steep hill. Or a fall, I guess. Can't see the bottom? Not really, it's too dark. I'm just gonna... Probably won't work. I just wiggle the doorknob behind me, like the main door. Yeah, it's like a push handle. Oh, okay, it's a push handle. Yeah, nothing. Actually, make it a strength roll. Six. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nothing. (laughs) Are you going or not? If it's our only choice. No, I can't go back. All right. So, Arabella, you jump down. Yep. Jordan, jumping Um, after or waiting? Oh, thanks for the bits, the tails. Bits! I'm not going to jump, but I'm going to hover with my power. Smart. Yeah, you see this cosmic energy around you, and you're just like Magneto your way down. (laughs) Pretty much, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Barrett, what are you doing? You're waiting? So I just see them go down? Yeah, you see Arabella, and then Jordan's. I guess I'll I'll walk up to like the the uh, the hill. Yep. And look down. Yeah, Everybody. made a perception roll. Uh, my perception, yeah, that's a 19. Oh, nice. 19? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, um, you can faintly see that there's about a 20-foot drop. Mm-hmm. Um, Arabella, roll uh, agility. Yes. Um, Jordan, you're going to uh, be fine, of course. Uh, <laughs> your ankles. Arabella just lands on her neck. <laughs> Make a new character. Well, I can, I can fly. Toughness DC 50. Agility? Yeah. 12. 12? You're okay. okay. Um, you, you're able to kind of just like, you kind of grind your back against the yeah. the, the carpet. You're like, oh, how did you kind of burn your hand? Yeah. You kind of just hear these pain yelps, as you, but you hit the bottom. Um, fine. Uh, Jordan, you just hover right into place. Um, and uh, the three of you um, can see in uh, in front of you is another set of double doors and an, a podium um, and in the at the podium itself um, you see it, it looks to be where somebody would take your tickets mm. over there and there are three blank pieces of paper um, just resting clean white tickets like blank though hmm I just kind of... I look behind me at the door. Uh, yeah, nothing. I'll go down. Yep. Uh, how are you getting down? I guess I'll just try and slide down. Take me down, 17. Yeah, you're fine. You're looking like a badass. You just... <laughs> fits your coat. <laughs> Bowie's up top, like... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's fine. 
<laughs> just, of course he is. Of yeah. Course. yeah. Just, just lands on Jordan's head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Get off of me, you little <laughs> shit. Crawls on your shoulder, Jordan. <laughs> you, you have Bowie at the moment. Okay. All right. Uh, what does it look like when we get down here? Huh? When we are we? Can we see anything when we're down at the bottom? Yeah. I'm sorry. Just, I just described the hole. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the hole. I know. I'm so sorry. I told you my <laughs> brain is. There's a fucking podium. There's a podium <laughs> with a set of double doors behind it. Um, and on the podium there are three blank like tickets. Oh, I see. Okay. Corey asked me what you see. What is it? What is it? So like sorry. Here? <laughs> oh, I fucked up. I'm so sorry. That's no, fine. This is really funny. <laughs> I, I, I'm just gonna walk up to the podium and just take one of the tickets. Yeah. Um. As soon as you take the ticket, um, you see that ink starts to fill in on it, and um, you see just your name on it. What do you see in a movie? What is that? I walk over and like take a look at it. Yeah, Same. and you can see it's a, a very like bold font. Um, it just says Barrett Stare on it. Looks like a movie ticket. The U movie? The <laughs> movie about you? Hell if I know. I mean, there's nothing else to do. Might as well try to give them your ticket. Give who? I don't know. Here. Put it on a podium or something. I take it. I'm like. Is, is there, that, like, a light in, like, the ceiling? Uh, no, you don't know where the light's coming from. Mm. There's just this red, oppressive light around you. I try to, like, hold, like, the... the... Uh, did you take his, or... Did I you took one? his. Yeah. Um, you, you... <laughs> I, like, hold it up to the light to see if I can, like, see through it or see watermarks or anything. Uh, make a perception roll. Or, um, or investigate. Your choice. Uh... Whatever you prefer. Uh, we'll investigate that shit. All right. Fifteen. Yeah, you, you feel, like... You're doing like a thorough job looking through it, kind of mm-hmm. back and forth or anything. Um, nothing unusual, like nothing. Tr- well, it's strange, obviously, but you don't sense anything out of it. Weird. Um, I walk over to the podium and I grab a second one. Yeah, as soon as you grab the second one, uh, ink fills in and it says Jordan Teller. Like, oh, creepy. <laughs> I hand uh, Barrett his back. Yeah. That's weird. I go up to the other podium. <laughs> like Oh like at the podium itself? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you look um you can see um behind the podium mm-hmm. there's like a little slot where somebody would rip and like actually throw the ticket inside. Okay. And there's still one uh ticket obviously on the podium, one blank one. Okay. I picked that one up. Yep. Sure enough, your name appears. How do these tickets know our names? I don't know, you think it's like our entry? Like an ID? I guess so. Uh, maybe. As you're like holding it up, like Bowie is on your shoulder and kind of like bites the corner of the ticket. Hey, hey on it. stop that. It's like a little little chew mark on it now. I need that. How am I going to get in? I'm gonna. I'm just going to go up to the door behind the podium. Yeah. Just try and open it. Make a strength throw. Six. <laughs> same one, same number. <laughs> is there, is it like solid? Uh, is the door solid, or is it like one of those like theater doors where you could kind of see? No, there's not. It's that, like it's solid. Kind of meant like you're not supposed to see it, right? Because you know, right? It, yeah. To make people, you know, stop them looking at the movie, <laughs> you know. Huh. Well, I've never worked at a movie theater before. How does this work? There's a no, little. I haven't seen a movie in a long time. 
Mm, it's been a little bit for me too, but it looks like there's a little slot on the podium. We could try putting our tickets in there. And I like, I just kind of look at the back of the podium since I'm already behind it. Mm -hmm. Just do I see the slot? Yeah, of course. All right, sure. Let's try and jam my ticket into it. Yeah, you <laughs> you slide it right in. There's no like no feeling of it being pulled or anything. We just kind of drop it in there. Uh -huh. Um, yeah, you no ticket. I did it. See if you could go through the doors. <laughs> you feel the the handle um, mm -hmm. kind of depress a portion of the way. Oh, it moved a little bit. Okay, I slide my ticket in. And as you're pressing on it, she presses it in. You you oh, give a little uh, more. Yeah, that worked. Three part key. I put my ticket in the slot, <laughs> and the door cracks open. Hmm. Weird. It's so hard. Uh, I guess not. I'm just gotta push the door forward. It opens, and before you, you see, um, first you see an aisle, and you see many rows of seats kind of moving downward. Um, you see that red light is gone now. It's filled with the more familiar, you know, warm yellow light of uh, the inside of a movie theater uh, screening. Um, you see these rows of seats extend maybe about 100 feet in either direction incredibly vast um, it just goes on and on uh, on either side of you and you see this large movie screen all the way down at the end of the aisle um, and the path the um, uh, the actual physical path you walk through between the aisles it isn't like a straight line it it just moves like into aisles there's no rhyme or reason it's, it's like a path somebody just kind of I'm gonna set it up here and just kind of went along and it just moves and zigzags and cuts through you see some um, It cuts through actual like um, Seating itself mm. like that like, like half a chair that's cut off um, <laughs> By it uh, by the path and it leads right towards um, The the screen itself isn't just a normal just like flat wall and screen You guys kind of like squint your eyes and you can see that um, below the screen is uh, What looks to be like a stage like a wooden um, play stage, the theater stage, huh. onto it with two staircases <laughs> leading up to it, uh, and there's like an orchestra pit um, in front of it as well. But it's very clearly a movie screen on stage. Huh. Okay. Uh, and as you just kind of walk in a little bit, you see above the ceiling seems a little lower than it should be, and you realize that the ceiling cuts off about three fourths of the way and you realize as it stretches around that it's a it's balcony seating mm, okay. oh, interesting huh. and uh all of you make perception rolls 20 20 17 17 13 you guys do pretty well on group rolls i gotta say for this campaign yeah <laughs> for average yeah. Yeah. um all of you can see um a figure in front row, sort of like uh, towards the left, like stage right, I should say, um, and sitting down in the seats. Um, back to you guys. Okay. Um, I kind of call over. I'm like, hello? Yeah, and, and your, your voice carries out the acoustics in here are crazy. You can hear... You can hear Arabella's voice all the way, like, past the 100 feet mark, all the way to, like, the other corner and reverberate off the walls. Um, oh. And the figure kind of perks up, turns around, uh, and you see 
a familiar face. Uh, you just saw him a moment ago. You see Raj um, turn to face you guys, and he's wearing a completely different outfit. <laughs> he's wearing um, like these really baggy dress pants dressed into these black uh, knee-high boots. Um, he's wearing like that uh, like director's like f- um, French sort of a uh, cap. Uh, yeah, the beret. Yeah. A beret. Yeah. 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 Uh, he has an ascot on. <laughs> Uh, and he's got like this dress, black dress shirt, uh, sleeves rolled up. He has one of those um, cones. Oh, uh, like the you, oh, that yeah, I used to make the megaphone cone thing. And you see the, oh, the, yeah. the chair he's sitting in is the uh, the classic wooden like director's hammock yeah, chair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, hello there, friends. Come, come. It's time for the show. And he kind of ushers you forward. Hmm. I just immediately start walking forward. Man, I don't like this guy. Yeah, he's really weird. I don't know, he seems okay to me. <laughs> he's like a chameleon. Every time I've ran into him, he like is dressed for the occasion in a very specific and peculiar way. You can never trust a man with a fashion sense. I just walk forward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? He, uh, yeah, as you as you approach, he um, he he meets you at the end of the aisle. He kind of gives like a little bow to you guys, and he just says, um, "It seems my role in this has changed a bit. I will be acting as a liaison. This is." <clears throat> he looks around. He says, "An incomplete umbra, as I've stated before." And it seems our friend needs a little help communicating. And he motions to the director's chair he was just in. Mm-hmm. And um, as soon as you guys look where he's pointing, you have to look away. Um, your eyes begin to hurt, and all of you make uh, toughness rolls. Oh, oh what the heck? Icky. Eight. Oh, Jesus. Natural one. Ooh, okay. <laughs> 25. Okay. Arabella, you just feel like this annoying, like, kind of like the start of a migraine mm. um a sharp pain uh right through your front frontal lobe um barrett mm-hmm. um jordan when you look your vision sort of blurs for a second um and you start to cry like a tear of blood hmm. um, when you turn you like turn away like you wipe your your eyes feeling it and you can see that that scarlet smear um and you kind of get this vague familiar um this familiar feeling you kind of I, I believe it was you that saw that um in the peter bastion's umbra um the figure was it arabella or was it you i think i think you both they did, were actually. both yeah i think um, there were two that that figure that was sort of incomplete that was saying your names and everything over there yeah. you have that vague sensation of seeing that distortion again hmm. um but this time it's um all of you realize this is something that you cannot see. You are not meant or built to see it. Okay. So when you look at it, yeah. it just fucking kills you. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, noticing this reaction, Raj mm-hmm. uh, puts his hand to his head. He says, oh, I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> it's a bit difficult for you to take that. <laughs> and, like rubs his eyes and like lets his vision kind of come back and his fingers are like, <clears throat> Coated in mm. blood. The f- fuck was that? Yeah, uh, B- uh, Bowie is like licking your cheek. Yeah. <laughs> Vampire. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Um, 
it is in this stage it is uh, still part of another realm another dimension one that you were not meant to be a part of not acclimated to yet and it can be very difficult for your for your minds to handle it don't look at a star got it definitely not pleasant yeah not at all uh he he leaves you for a moment and kind of just leans towards the chair and you just have to look through your peripheral and you see that raj is like saying something and and then he like chuckles and like <laughs> turns around and says he apologizes for that but he also says it was quite funny he uh, approaches you once again. He says, Fortunately, the purpose for this kin being here is peaceful. Oh. Albeit a bit selfish. <laughs> I'd like for you to meet the kin of stories. Uh, okay. Sure didn't feel peaceful. You're telling me. Yes, unfortunately, being in the presence of such beings will undoubtedly have an effect on you, but over time, you may grow used to it. I'm not quite sure yet. Everything is a bit new here. Hmm. Well, if I go blind, then I won't have to worry about it anymore, huh? <laughs> that is a good mindset. <laughs> Alright, what the hell does it want us to do? Well, the king of stories, as you can imagine, functions with a very simple need. A need for stories. <laughs> for the crafting of tales. For that entertainment. So it wants us to tell its stories? <laughs> Absolutely. There is your stage, and he motions up to the, the bizarre stage uh, in front of you. He says, um, all of you must tell a story. Like one eyes still. <laughs> he wants you to know that truth it is important. It is the crux of all storytelling, whether fictitious or not. All stories have a semblance of truth to them, to their message. He wants you to tell a story that is true to you. Use that. And, well, if he is satisfied, there is no reason for him to linger. Uh, what if he's not? Then he will have to make his own story. And you do not want that. For you will be extras. I don't think he'll like any story I have to tell. You'd be surprised. He has seen many stories from all over. And he has very open tastes. Well, oh, this is new. We could do that. I mean, it's much better than... It's a peaceful way to resolve this. Sure. Yeah, it's the worst that could happen. Picking old scabs for an ethereal being's entertainment. 
Well, who's first? That is up for you to decide. Yes. He, he goes and he sits in the chair. Um, and he, he has the, the, the totally needless like, <laughs> megaphone. megaphone thing. Mm-hmm. This is, be sure to take your places on stage. Rocks, paper, scissors. Anybody have anything that immediately comes to mind? I'm like still rubbing my eyes. Uh, I got something if you guys don't. I have things to tell, but like I said, none of them are really good. Uh. You know what? I'll go first. You know, like continuing to rub my eyes. Where's good, the good. stage? Up over there. No, oh, please. And Raj moves behind yeah. you, All right. and he like goes to put like a hand on your back to guide you, and mm-hmm. um, you just uh, Bowie just kind of like jumps at Raj, uh, and yeah. Raj has to back off yeah. and like, like dodge. Hey. Relax. <laughs> well, it seems like you have your own usher. <laughs> I guess so. But we like jumps to your feet yeah. and starts like guiding you to the stairs. I got a, a quick, short, weird story that uh, my current situation actually reminds me of. I uh, I went blind in uh, zero gravity. Ooh. Um. As soon as you start your story. Uh, you, like walking up on stage, um, you all feel a shift, and the the screen behind you. There's only like ten feet of movement, because the screen takes up most of the stage. And all of a sudden, you just begins to move backwards, expanding more of the stage. But um, the side walls and like the ceiling, like it doesn't move so only the back wall of this screen begins to move it's like expanding backwards into like this cube of grayness um with a stage like a little bit of stage in front of it and um as it moves back and stops um you finish your words you hear zero g and a flash of light then darkness Hmm. and all around you see ding 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 little lights and the scenery begin to shift as metal forms around you and you of course are familiar with what's forming now it's this crude rendition of your ship yeah uh, uh, at least in the corridor that you're in yeah um so if you want to kind of like maybe describe a little bit of the area um so uh, Jordan is getting dressed in spacewalk gear. Mm. He's preparing to leave through the airlock to go outside of his ship. Okay. So, me and my crew, we spent eight months on this ship. We left the Earth to go to Mars to be the first men on the planet. And... Uh, as we got, as we were preparing to enter atmosphere on Mars, we uh, we didn't really know how to slow down after traveling so fast. So what we were instructed to do, and we ran the simulations back on Earth to try to do it, we are going to orbit Mars. We're going to fly very close to its atmosphere, 
and then cut the engines and just kind of coast down until we gradually came to a slowdown so that we could break through the atmosphere and then find a way to land onto the surface. Which was all well and good until we tried to deploy the uh, landing gear before we entered the atmosphere. Mm. Only three of the four legs opened. And you can see as Barrett or uh, Jordan's telling the story, um, the events start to play out in front of you, but everything is again crude and you see like these mannequins portraying these people with only very vague um uh features so, like maybe like their hair or like a name tag that says uh like uh, you know your crew's names and everything right, like right. that just walking around and the way they move is like stunted <laughs> and everything and it pans out and you see like this uh like model of like this really bad CG of Mars and like a ship moving one of the landing strips or one of the landing gear isn't functioning. So continue. So when we realized that one of our landing legs failed, we realized that nearly three quarters of a year just passed that we almost wasted that could have just turned us like turned our entire lives into a waste. Because if we didn't land, we would crash. And if we crashed on Mars, Mars would be my my final resting place. That was not an option for me or anybody on this ship. So, I volunteered myself. I suited up. And I left through the airlock to try to manually deploy the landing gear myself. Mm. And when you say this... Um, suddenly that crude image of a suited up Jordan, that mannequin, um, another flash and Jordan, you're in your suit, like walking on this rendition of the ship. Mm. Um, and you're all watching this and, and you're just compelled to just keep talking. So after the lock opened, I stepped through and it closed and I held on to what I could on the side of the ship. And I was used to these situations when we prepared to leave. We went through every simulation possible about what could possibly go wrong. We knew how to fix everything as it were to happen because we were prepared to do it. So I wasn't too worried about this. I walked across the surface of the ship. I went towards the jammed piece and I was Preparing to open the console of like the manual like button lock basically to try to put in a code to pop it open and if I couldn't do that I was going to pry it myself. But as soon as I opened the console I felt a strange feeling in my face. And then I realized that I don't know if I was just dehydrated or if it was stress or if there was a lack of moisture in my suit itself but I felt this sensation start pooling in my nose and I could only breathe through one side and then it got really really tight and then I could kind of begin to feel it as my vision started to like tighten and what I realized is that I was having a nosebleed in zero gravity liquids act differently in zero gravity yeah when you say this um out of your nose, you guys see not blood, but you see like red ribbon. Like, it's almost like a, <laughs> almost like a balloon yeah. inflate. Yeah, yeah. 
kind of move around and and defying gravity is just like as if the wind is coming from yeah. below just yeah. kind of twirls around and this this pool of blood as it's emptying out of my nose began to bubble and bubble and as if it was pricked by a pin it spread across my vision and coated my face and entered my eyes and there I was on the outer surface of my ship, hundreds of thousands of miles away from home, blind in space. You see Raj kind of stand <laughs> up like, oh, and what happened next? Well, like I said, we went through plenty of simulations and I knew what to do, but I just had to rely on my other four senses to get the job done. He, he turns to the seat. Mm-hmm. And he just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. go on. So I did what I needed to do, and through the instruction of my peers, through their headsets, I could hear them in my ear, and they told me what to do. And they watched through cameras on the surface of the ship and guided my hands, and I was able to pry open that fourth landing leg. And then they reeled me back in, and we we entered the atmosphere of Mars, and we were able to land without a hitch. He, uh, Raj turns to Barrett and Arabella. Mm-hmm. So was, uh, that was exciting. Let's see if he if he liked it. And like continue to wipe blood out of my eyes, like yeah, there's like ribbons all over. Now <laughs> yeah. the the stage hasn't reset. He says, "I'm sorry, Jordan, but you loved it." Oh, great! Thanks. <laughs> now get off the stage. <laughs> uh, Was that true? Yeah. You yeah. went into space. I um. That's insane. I not only went to space. I <laughs> before I ended up in. In New Hampshire, I I was one of the first men on Mars. When did that happen? Uh, about five years ago. Hmm. I feel like you should be famous. Why, why didn't we know this about you? Because I chose to keep it to myself. Because when... Uh, while I was away, the invasion happened. And um, my family lived in New York at the time. And when I came back, they were gone. Yeah, that'll do it. So I, uh, I quit everything. I packed up what I had left, and I moved away from New York. And I've been doing random bits of business here and there just to get by. Not to think of anything from back then. NASA's not giving you some kind of stipend or something? They don't... I mean, they're trying, but I don't really answer the phone. Arabella kind of, like, puts her hands over yours. She's like, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. Yeah, it's okay. I never would have known. I never really tell. See what stories can do for us. They help open our minds. They help open ourselves. This is important. Mm. But who is next? 
Uh, I guess I'll go, but uh, I don't know how good it's gonna be. As long as, as long as it is from your heart, that is what matters. As schmaltzy as that is. <laughs> okay, I'll do my best. Um, Bowie um, didn't go on stage with you, of course. He was like on the side. Yeah. Now he's waiting for you up there. Uh, I go walk up. Mm-hmm. All right. The as you walk up or when you walked off, um, Elias mm-hmm. or oh no, Jordan. Ah! You know how hard it is for me <laughs> not to say I am Elias Crowley <laughs> when we're starting. Um, Jordan, uh, the stage resets okay. um, into like this blank blank canvas essentially. And all right, Arabella, you walk up. Well, I like to write children's stories, so I'm sorry if this isn't as exciting as the last one. Hmm. Stories are for all ages and all minds. Okay. Well, let's start with there once was a little brown mouse. (laughs) You see (laughs) this crude, like, it's like, uh, almost like a puppet show, but it's like on a stick, like this, <laughs> shing, like this paper, like shing, like behind you, and it's like giant. <laughs> and uh, she was a great, brave, adventurous mouse. She liked to go wherever her mind would let her, and any crawl space she could find, she would immediately investigate. Um, and even though she didn't know where she came from, or even though she didn't really have any family, she really thrived in her life. She became good at climbing fences and dashing away from feral cats and going through rose bushes and bushes and bushes of prickly thorns. And every day was new and exciting. And one day she found a tin can underneath a rose bush. And it was peaceful and beautiful, and it was the safest place she could ever think to rest. And so she decided this is where I'll stay for a little bit. So she did. She stayed in the rose bushes in a tin can, and it was beautiful for a while. Until one day, there was a storm, and she wasn't prepared. She was asleep when it happened, and she found herself woken up by the wind picking up the can in almost a tornado, and she was spun and twirled around in the can, getting pushed in and out and side to side, and every time the wind hit another way, she could feel herself getting weaker and weaker. I think as you're saying this, the wind that you're speaking of is extending from the stage and we just see this uh the two of you jordan and barrett can feel your clothes like ripple outward um and you can feel bits of rain kind of dripping onto you um Hmm. and you see on stage this sort of you know color book style uh event playing uh, but in like three dimensions continue and the storm was so bad that it knocked her can out miles away from where she was She no longer had a home, she no longer had somewhere safe, and she no longer had the strength to keep adventuring. She closed her eyes 
and thought about every day that she had before. All the adventures and all the mysteries that she discovered and realized she had nobody to tell it to. She had no family or friends to comfort her when she was in pain. And so weeks went by and she scrounged up what she could, but she no longer had the beautiful rose bushes or the homes with crumbs that she could munch on or food that she could easily get. And she became weaker and weaker. And one day when she had no more strength left, she closed her eyes and thought with her final breath, I wish I had somebody to share this with. And just like that, a big, fluffy, brown groundhog came out <laughs> from between these tall fir trees. And she came with food for the mouse and even a small cloth that worked as a blanket. And she said, I saw what happened. I saw you survive that tornado and I saw you surviving here as well. And I just can't believe how brave you were. And the groundhog came and laid next to her. And finally the little mouse felt happy. And even though she was weak and hungry and she could no longer adventure, for the first time in her life, she felt free. He looks over to you too. That was wonderful. Oh, that was amazing. That was uh, wonderful, he said. <laughs> amazing, even. It's a little off the cuff, but... Oh, that was... Uh, stories are a good way for all of us to... to... pretend to be something else sometimes. That was very good, Arabella. Thank you. She kind of, like, yeah. curtsies a little. <laughs> yeah, he motions you off. And he just has, like, this small side conversation with this, this entity. Hmm. Hmm. He appreciates your truth. Same with you. Mr. Stare. Uh, I guess it's my turn. Of course. We are most excited. Yeah, okay. You should be an author. Walk up to the stage. Yeah, Bowie's waiting for you, and then you walk past him. The stage reset. You may be dim any time, Mr. Stare. Yep. Let's take out a cigarette. <laughs> Light it. <laughs> this is one of the noir stories, maybe. <laughs> Kind of a detective. Oh. It was a few years ago. Five or six, I can't quite remember. I was deployed as a Marine for the U.S. Army. Northern Russia. It was cold, snowy. We were holding a base in the middle of this godforsaken tundra. We got news that uh, 
that the enemy had some experimental new drug they got imported. Ooh. Didn't really know anything about it, knew it could be dangerous. That's about it. I was told to go camp out and watch this camp where it was supposedly imported to. And we see now, the two of you, just as you felt the weather from before that storm, mm. um, suddenly wish you brought a much thicker jacket and <laughs> snow just completely covers the stage. And the elevation changes as Barrett, you find yourself on this large hill and mm -hmm. where you are. Um, and we can see these, um, everything looks grainy. Like there's a filter, like, you know, that old, like yeah, World yeah. War II grain filter, like for those movies yeah. kind of thing where all the colors are dulled. Um, you see that, so please continue. I was looking down onto a road. I saw maybe one or two cars coming in out of that base over the past couple hours. Didn't really know exactly what I was looking for until something happened. One of the uh, makeshift shelters they had there, basically a tent. I was watching it through my scope when the whole thing got torn apart. Blast of fire and explosion. Thought maybe car engine, some machinery. Turns out that explosion came from a human being. When I looked closer, it was one of ours, prisoner of war. Injected that damn drug into him. It's hideous what I saw. It's the bone and muscle of this person expanding, bulging out, exploding. Seems to give him some kind of power. When I looked at his face through my scope, he was crying. Screaming, but I couldn't hear it. Before I could do too much more damage, I put a bullet right between his eyes. I knew he was one of ours, but before we could do too much damage, I had to take him out. Reported back. When is wasn't exactly hailed as a hero. Sometimes to protect what you care about, you have to hurt people. Don't really know uh, what more I can say. Yeah, I think there's like this this almost awkward stillness at the end. And and as you said all this, we sort of saw it play out. We saw this person in grotesque detail. Yeah. Um, with this almost like not campy, but um like almost low budget like, outfit of yeah, like yeah, all these yeah. roofs uh -huh. and everything. Guy and in a rubber suit. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like the, exactly. the fake muscles you put on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like it, it looks comedic as like it happens, but it's a stark contrast to the tone and what Barrett's actually saying. So it's all it's like very unsettling how it's happening. Um and when it falls, like all like you, you just see, see the is, crosshair and everything. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. All you see is like this corpse on the on the ground as Barrett stops and like when everything should fade, it doesn't. Yeah, like the shot happens and it suddenly gets really real. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Awkward. Um, and there's just a silence. And Raj speaks up and says, um, 
stories help us tell or help us see the darkest parts of the world and ourselves for better or for worse he appreciates your truth yeah, I sure hope so let's walk off the stage hey we uh, might have been in Russia at the same time why are we there there's a uh, training base for it has a uh, giant replica of the International Space Station submerged in a pool down there. It's the closest way on Earth you can train for zero gravity. Oh, I, I mean, it's possible then. I wasn't near any space uh, facilities, but... Either way, we may have been in Russia around the same time. Yeah. How as that is. Oh, five years ago, yeah. It is a small world, it seems. I guess so. Mm-hmm. You three have done well. The king of stories is pleased with what you have told. There is truth to many of them. <laughs> and I think that, uh, um, uh, uh, and he raises a finger as you see uh, Bowie step on stage. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the stage flashes yes. for a moment. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and everything just turns black, and mm-hmm. all the lights in the entire uh, theater just go out. And you just see a ferret. Just with this light glow. You just see Bowie sitting there. Once upon a time. <laughs> 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 um, and then behind him uh the light almost like a spotlight begins to move and you just see something um you see what looks to be two legs of um this strange black like obsidian metal and as it moves backward you see that it's a desk um very ornate carvings it's uh, almost like it's made like a wooden writing desk but made of this black metal and it just moves back and you see um what looks to be uh, all of you make toughness rolls okay. better 21 Not for 21 13 13 24 all right uh arabella this one it hurts more than before um the two of you uh jordan and barrett are able to kind of look away in time for this pain but you you have to look at the desk more than a figure sitting at it um and that 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 which should not have been seen by your eyes is sitting there. And um, Bowie just climbs onto the desk and is no longer facing you and is facing this figure. And you hear beside you guys look to the side to like look at each other and you cannot see. You know your friends are there, but it's too dark. And you, and you hear a, a voice. You hear Raj. You hear him say, No. You do not belong here. This is not yours. And suddenly Raj is on stage. Another spotlight. Uh, looking much more serious now. Just his, his sort of jovial cadence is gone. And you see the figure... Um, very like 
you can tell uh, it's lithe, like petite, small, just distorted shapes. And as you look, you, the form begins to take more of a shape. And as these black triangles, billions of them just start forming into this humanoid shape. And you see the, the head kind of just forms this sort of, not cone, but this sharp, as if they're wearing some sort of headgear. Mm. And looking over at Raj, and the ferret also looks over. And um, opposite stage of Raj, you see another figure glow. And Raj holds his hand up you see the rings between his fingers and he begins to glow just like this other shape and everything starts to shake around you the stage begins to contract once more bringing these figures together and all of you start to realize that being here right now is dangerous mm. and you see a red light and exit light up here. And Raj holds out his other arm. And he says, You have done what you needed to do. The bygone is there. Go! Uh, it's time to leave. Yeah, let's get out let's of here. Let's go. Bowie, let's go. Come on, get out. Uh, Bowie's looking again back to you. And then just kind of like turns. And you can see that that horn is now like fully developed at this point. And uh, this spark of energy coils from it. And you see the hand of this being made of these triangles kind of just run a finger along his back like a pet. And make that persuasion roll. Come on, Bowie. Bowie, come on. We gotta go, Bowie. <gasps> Not 20. <laughs> 24. Bowie, come on, we gotta get out, let's go! Bowie just looks at you with his big old eyes, looks back, shapes and leaps off right in, into your arms. A very large leap is right on. And as that happens, um, you all feel this, this pulse from the center stage. All of you get knocked down, or at least Stone will have to like pick your, uh, catch yourselves on some of the seats. Yeah. Um, and the balcony begins to fall. All right, let's go. All right. Yeah, I on. grab one and I start booking it yeah, out. I'm just going to like barrel through the exit door. All right. Yeah, uh, you guys start running through. You slam the door open um, and you see that podium in front of you and a familiar shape, the sphere of, of energy with a bright glow inside. And behind you, um, all of you made dodge rolls. Oh no! Oh, you, you, oh. Ten. Twenty-four. Thirteen. Thirteen. Fail. Fail. Pass. Um. Both. <laughs> everybody make toughness rolls. Okay. Sixteen. Yeah, the same thing twice in a row. Twenty-four. Nice. Okay. Eleven. Eleven. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh. You take two, you're dazed, and you take one injury from two degrees of failure. Damn. Uh, what was yours? 16. 16, you take one degree. Uh, also two. Also uh, two, okay. Let me just make sure I'm doing math right. No, just one for you, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, 
as uh, from the stage where now there's a light that you guys can't see the details of, um, arcs of lightning just <laughs> rend through the, the ground itself, running right through. Um, Aravella, you're able to dodge out of the way in time, but the two of you, uh, as you dodge to the side, just grinds right through this, your your bodies, and you feel this energy jolt your bones. Um, and it's yes. like, it's like you know, yeah. it's like sticking your oh God. Uh, a fork in the oh. electrical side for a second. You're like, fuck! <laughs> um, Damn. Uh, yeah, and more energy just arcing out. Come on, guys, let's go yeah. out! Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. They reach into the, the sphere, yep. and uh, all of you feel that sickness, that nausea, um, but you don't lose consciousness as the world shifts around and you're inside of the lobby of the Orange Trust uh, Cinema. <sighs> oh, God, that sucked. Yeah, that was What just happened? Fun. What just I, happened? See Bowie back to normal. Everything around you is normal. You see the dust particles mm-hmm. in the air is normal. You see the the large front curtains that are uh, that hide the entire front of the mm-hmm. building there. Mm-hmm. Um, the the patterns in the carpet are just the um, triangles. Um, and uh, yeah, Bowie just stares at you. What was that? Um, you could have gotten hurt. Uh, uh, so everybody roll a d twenty. I just want to see something. No. Oh. 18. 15. Uh, okay, Barrett. Mm. You find uh, you're holding something. We have <gasps> Stories, a pristine and printed movie ticket. Uh, it has a date on it Sunday, September 26th, 2026. Um, as well Sat- as should say Saturday, sorry. <gasps> Saturday, September twenty sixth, twenty twenty six. As well as the title of a movie, Tales from the Umbra. Senses two dark vision. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and That's as you're holding handy. this ticket, um, you're looking around, and, and, and things seem clearer to you, um, despite the darkness around. That's cool. <laughs> this is not what I'm used to. Um. Can, can we do some trading here? What? Oh. Um, <laughs> you mean from these things that we got? Yeah, I still have the scarf. And I don't really know what to do with it. Uh, if one of you would like it. Um, uh, I'll take it, I guess, if you're giving it away. <laughs> you know. You got a scarf! <laughs> I'm not really the most uh, social person here. I kind of just toss the phone. <laughs> Perfect. Well, just in case I need to get a hold of you guys. Sure. Yeah. I think I'm keeping this one. I think it suits you pretty well. Yeah. Well, uh, I think uh, I think Bowie there has some explaining to do. Bowie, what was that? Bowie just kind of like looks around. <sighs> Oh, don't give us that. If we were telling stories up on stage, that thing knows some stuff. Yeah. Like, He's just a pulls little out of your hands and kind of stands in front of you. Hello. Like, <laughs> grilling the... I've not been entirely the... true. <laughs> I kind of kneel down, or like squat down. Mm-hmm. Who was that man? The man at the desk you went up to, who was that? They just like... <clears throat> run off. 
um, not out of sight, but like towards like the, the ticket uh, booths, like the desk over there, mm-hmm. kind of stops, looks at you, and then just like pees. <laughs> <laughs> and then runs back. Oh, he's just a ferret. I don't think he knows any better. He might not know any better, but whatever's in that head of his is important. I think he tried to tell us something and got stopped. Mm. I don't know. Maybe we could train you like one of the dogs, you know, with the buttons. I do, you know. Do you think that would work? We could teach him to press (laughs) buttons. (laughs) Yeah, you know how like dogs, you could teach them like how to talk with the buttons? No. Oh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Never mind. Well, I'm going to get out of here. You guys can hang out if you want. Uh, I'm all set here. I don't want to look at bright lights anymore. <laughs> uh, I do have a small favor to ask one of you. I like kind of like yeah. glance at my bike and like <laughs> glance back. Put your bike in the truck. I'll take you home. Thank you so much. Like. Um, all you made perception rolls as you guys are walking out of the movie theater. 24. 24. 10. Damn. Uh, I got 16. Um, Arabella, you're a little distracted. I'm trying to secure a ride home. Yeah. Um, Jordan and Barrett, you can see, it's very faint. Um, you can see red and blue lights in the distance, sort of. Oh, fuck. Approaching. Those are cops? Yeah. Cops. Why are the cops coming here? Because we just broke into an abandoned building. But we didn't, did we? I mean, it's still... Is it still locked from, like... I mean, the, chains the chains are, like, on the f- ground, um, having been unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> the door's uh, wide open. Ooh. You see this, this, this fresh smell of ferret pee. All right, well, that's my cue. Have fun. Ooh. What? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to toss my gun up. Did you bring your car there? I parked back and then I was up. Oh my god. He scoped us out. Yeah. Yeah, you watch as the gun transform into the the Advent Children motorcycle. When could you do that? Like you the fed all three of them including Bowie looking at it. We just glare at you like Stay around. No I'm, thoughts I'm head empty. Take off towards where I parked my car. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm trying to think if she was actually. I don't think she was around for that she, part. She was demon mode. Yeah, yeah you were not. Yeah, demon girl. You yeah. were not there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm Audi. I shove my <laughs> stuff in. I'm like, well, I'm sure if we just explain to them that. Ooh. Here in the distance. <laughs> Oh, I really don't want to get in trouble. Get in the truck. Get in the truck. (laughs) I shouldn't even be out. If they stop us, follow my lead. Okay. I'm throwing you right under the bus. I'm a terrible liar. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, are you going to try and avoid um, the cops, or are you going to wait, or? Um, I'm going to go the normal direction. Sure, make a driving check. Go right past them. (laughs) Uh, uh, Driving, so you want me to do a vehicle check? Stop you from... (laughs) (laughs) Just oh, do it Nice. <laughs> <laughs> rolled a 19 hey. with vehicles. Seven adds a 26. You realize so you got to ditch Arabella to get at it. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Um, you, yeah, um, you're able to essentially um, like drive out without a problem and, and sort of just navigate out before uh, any fallout. Hmm. 
So we're totally gonna throw her under the bus anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Not even joking. <laughs> she tried to run away from the compound. <laughs> I saved her, officer. I'm bringing her home. Um. Yeah. Okay. So the two of you. Are you doing anything? For the rest of the night. It's pretty late. It's about like midnight now. I'm uh, dropping her back off at the compound, and I'm heading home. Yeah. Okay. No, I'll, I'll report in. You don't report in. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So let's set that up. Mm-hmm. So you return home. Yeah. Set up your laptop. Yep. Space bar. Yep. Stan. Mm-hmm. All the rigmarole. Yeah. And um. Yeah, you see. Uh, you see the, um, the individual that greets you this time mm-hmm. is the you know the clean cut, uh, the Asian doctor. Mm-hmm. Looks over to you, says, uh, "Mr. Stare. Yeah, you have something to report to us." I do. I've had another incident in town today. One of those weird reality shifts, whatever we're calling them. Um, but with the addition of another figure. His name's Raj. Haven't seen him around before, just recently showed up. Seems to know a lot about these uh, abnormalities. Hmm. He has a lot of information. Doesn't seem average. But I'm not exactly sure what his deal is yet. Um, Seems to want to keep close tabs on me, Arabella, and that Jordan fella I told you about. You were with them today? Yeah. What is the status of the subject? Seems calm for now. After the last outburst I reported, uh, nothing really. Even in the face of this abnormality? Yeah. Uh, her and Jordan seem to be calm. So, nothing, nothing, no real updates with them. Just thought you might want to know about this other subject. And the status of the abnormal- abnormality. It's been dealt with. These things seem to be popping up more and more. I'm not sure if it'll spread. After some discussion, we believe it appropriate and prudent to send assistance to your location. What kind of assistance? Another agent will be dispatched to your area. With the goal of dealing with these abnormalities? You will assist them, and they will assist you. And they have their own orders. Right. Also note, Mr. Stare, that this individual will be of a higher rank than you within the organization. Okay. So, of course, you will be assisting them a bit more. Yeah, understood. His name is Agent Sales. Might I ask what this agent sales specializes in? Extreme countermeasures. 
Right. Okay. When will we be, uh, be arriving? Tomorrow. Got it. He will contact you. Understood. Anything else to report, Mr. Stair? No, that's all. And how is your gift performing? Quite well. Very good. Maintain constant reports. Will do. Close it. Ah, oh, great. Dirty bitch. Oh, your boss is coming. <laughs> Should have sent you the branch manager. Oh, I'll be back while I'm not in scene. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm just I'm gonna. Stuck. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna uh, sit down. <laughs> sit down on my bed. I'm gonna take a uh, Ziz, my little plush bird. Yes. Ziz. It's gonna look at it. Just gonna let the bunny out. <laughs> that was weird. Uh, I'm just gonna look at it. Looks like we have someone else to deal with. Yes, Baron. <laughs> you know, I kind of like to be my own boss for a little bit. I hate reporting to higher ups. Put him on the windowsill. Mm. There he rests. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jordan drops you off at the compound. Mm hmm. You're sneaking back in. Is there anything else you'd like to do for the night? Uh, is Bowie just out and about, or is he still with me? Uh, you can take him if you want. Okay. Yeah, he's happy to go. All right. Yeah, I'll I'll just bring him in. Yeah. And um, I spend some of the night. I like put him in front of like a pen and paper, and I'm like, "Can you write?" And I'm like trying to find words, and like <laughs> even like little blocks that like kids use, like A B C. I'm like, "What? Well, what about if you arrange that?" You like. He, like, constantly ditches you, like, or, like, trying to run out of the room, like, yeah, crawling like... under the door. You're like, no, no, no. drag him back. <laughs> um, make a stealth roll. I don't have... Oh, no. Oh. Oh, 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 That's a 13. All right. Yeah, um... You're as okay. quiet as Corey going down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, you, you're, you know, not as quiet as you can be, but no complaints. Okay. Silly night for you. Okay. So, <laughs> the next morning. Whatever, shut up, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we heard. Yeah, we heard. <laughs> yeah, we heard. Not, not make sure, her. make sure you don't let her out. Because you are a baby. <laughs> make sure she's upstairs. Um, so, um, all of you go to sleep, <laughs> and when you all awaken, um, all of you find something very similar in your rooms. Mm -hmm. uh, or rather, in the case of Jordan and um, Barrett, um, notes slid under your front door and in the, your dorm room. It's okay. A note there. Um, just like folded in an envelope. Mm -hmm. uh, what is this? Yeah. And it, all, it all says something like very similar. It's like a really nice handwriting. Um, it says, um, uh, it says, apologies for last night. An altercation like that shouldn't have happened. Please continue your investigation behind what's happening. Perhaps immerse yourself within the culture of Arcadian Haven. 
it's easy to find strange happenings when you know the norm. Mm. I don't know how much normal I could get here. And it says, you know, no name or anything. Right. Uh, I'm going to take a picture of it. Okay. Yep. Just, you know, focus it. Snapshot. Then just kind of put it away on my desk. Okay. It is now Sunday, uh, September 27th. I actually want to hide the note, okay. like, in my dresser. Maybe a stealth roll. And, and then note it for me. Do you put it in your notebook? Like, hid with Hidden. roll of. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, I'm doing stealth. Yeah. Me uh, too, badly. <laughs> six, I think. Okay. It's like sticking out of your drawer. <laughs> Hidden note. Oh, God. Rolled. <laughs> Did you make sure the gate was up? Freaking bunnies in the other room. We're good. Yeah, but is a gate up? Yes. Okay. God. She can't go downstairs by herself unsupervised. Or what? She'll chew up our carpet and new couch. <laughs> um, did you? I don't know if you were listening for me. Um, yes, I was. Yeah, I got the that. Okay, I got that. So continue dating my therapist. Got it. Not <laughs> <laughs> <I> say that. <laughs> you shouldn't do that either. Right. Here at Number Initiative, we do not. <laughs> the dating of. Yeah, we do a lot of mental health care professionals on this show. Of killing kids, you are <laughs> killing. Young adults now. You're gonna get demonetized. Stop saying it. Right. <laughs> yeah, you freak. The algorithm. You freak. <laughs> the day is yours. What are the three of you doing today? Arcadian Haven. Well, your oyster. Uh, knowing that uh, Mr. Sales is gonna be here today, uh, I'm gonna not be here today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where are you going? Uh, I'm. I guess I'll just. Uh, I'll go into town. I'll go, uh, yeah. go take a drive. Okay. Anywhere in particular? Uh, I'll go get some sandwiches and then I'll, Naturally. you know. <laughs> oh, from Shaboy. Yeah, from Shaboy. What's his name? It's not Oscar. It is Oscar. Mm-hmm. Oscar Look at me, Meyer. I remember. Look at you. Oscar Meyer the wiener. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, I guess. <laughs> he is a weenie. Weenie Hut Juniors. Yeah, so, um... For you, Barrett, mm-hmm. the general air where you're going, um, you know, that sort of solemn quality of Arcadian Haven for after Lacey's um, funeral mm-hmm. and her service, um, it's mostly left. Not forgotten, of course, but mm-hmm. life has to go on in a lot yeah. of different ways. Um, <clears throat> and uh, it's not really the talk of the town at the moment. Yeah. Um, it's Now it's at that point where people don't, really want to talk about it in the moment mm-hmm. they kind of mm, went through the brunt of it there so you'll you'll hear it mentioned every now and then like in the diner yeah. itself but it's in a hushed tone mm-hmm. um a lot of it's speculative like you see like a couple of ladies trying to just like you know they now they say they killed the, the the bear and like no 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 i heard that it has offspring in this three more out there <laughs> yeah yeah you know? yeah this is turning into goldilocks yeah yeah, yeah just <laughs> small town rumors yeah exactly yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, park my car in one of, like, the main town plazas, and then I'm mm. gonna, like, walk around, which I don't do. Mm. I've, like, never done, but I'm gonna, like, walk everywhere I go. Yeah, maybe a perception roll. That kid comes up and throws a dead raccoon at you. Natural 20. Nice. Damn. Yeah, you, okay, so, you start to, uh, you're, you're walking around. Mm-hmm. He's fucking, um, yeah, Billy <laughs> McGuire all the way. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> 
same outfit and yeah. everything. He's just got a pair of sunglasses and a cigarette in his mouth. Yeah. Nice. Everyone's like, who the fuck the is that? You're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck. Amazing. Um, um, you know, you're, you're picking apart the same faces and everything over there. Um, you're noticing a lot of people looking at you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, new person. Now that, like, you kind of came at the perfect time mm-hmm. where, like, you were this sort of phantom in town. Like, oh, I occasionally saw that weird guy in a trench coat yeah. driving around or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, then this like whole funeral thing happened, and now everybody wants to talk about something that isn't that. Yeah. And now you're kind of walking around as this new guy uh, with like the you know, talk of the town. Do you walk yeah. with your case? Yeah. 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 Just like around, like, everyone's you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, it might be. One of the big popular place to walk if you want to be around the most people is mm-hmm. the um, the shopping plaza. Mm-hmm. Um, over on the um, southwestern part of town. Yeah. And, um, you know, you're walking around kind of checking out the stores. All the stores are like these local little places. You see um, a nice bookstore mm-hmm. um, uh, run by this old couple uh, and um, like tucked away that kind of like maybe like catches your eye over there. Um, and with your natural 20, mm-hmm. um, after a couple hours just walking around, you do notice something a little strange. Mm. Um, in the center of like uh, the in uh, the inner part of like the the mall, yeah. uh, you do see a um, like a fountain. Yeah. And behind the fountain, you see like a shape looming over. And you see like a streak of like blue hair. Hey. Look <laughs> <laughs> down like. Shh. And you hear like I think I think he. I think he saw it. Like, shut, shut up. No, he didn't. Shut up. He didn't see anything. You gotta see, you gotta see a, a black eye if you don't shut up. <laughs> hey, what are you kids doing? I, like, walk around the fountain. Yeah. Fountain. Yeah, I walk through the fountain. <laughs> <laughs> he no clips through the fountain. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you do see... Um, the two familiar rapscallions, Laura and Liam, <laughs> the the heart uh, brother and sister. Uh, Laura um, has uh, this like uh, she's like clenching like a black beanie in her, in her hands. And she looks over, and just like what? I'm none. I'm doing none of your business. You, uh, you stupid. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just gonna like, I'm just gonna like loom over them, and be like. It's dangerous to climb the fountain like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you see, Liam uh, just says, uh, uh, it, was, "It was, it was, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't her. It was me. I'm, I'm the one who climbed the fountain." The little kid is just completely shaking, and Laura just like shoves him. Yeah, just I, like, shut up. I like look at their hair. One's distinctly blue. Yeah. It's like the blue. Mm. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and, and Liam, um, you know, they, they definitely, you know, they look related, of course. Yeah, yeah. They have that, that same, like, black hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, to describe Liam before, we haven't seen him too much. He wears, like, this, like, the skeleton t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the skeleton. Mm-hmm. He wears, like, a windbreaker over it as well. Yeah. And he also has, like, a beanie on, like, a matching beanie um, to his sister. Um, says Umber Initiative pudgy. on it. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to you know, say, I think I have French. this exact outfit you're describing. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, he's, like, he's, like, larger than... Laura, mm-hmm. um, uh, she's very like skinny, yeah. um, wireframe. Why are your kids watching me? Why are you so weird? 
Good point. Kind of squat down, <laughs> like eye level with them. Yeah. I'm an adult. I can be weird. Why are you weird? Because I'm not the one walking around with a weird briefcase. What's in there? A body? You want to see? Because <laughs> <laughs> Laura looks around like, what? What? You want to see what's in it? Is this about Le- to get dark? Liam Knight leans over like, it's a trap. Don't listen to him. It's a trap. Shut up. Let's kind of stand up and laugh. Reverse psychology. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, maybe I do. Yeah. Didn't think I'd say yes. Alright. <laughs> Squat back down. <laughs> click the <laughs> click the briefcase open. <laughs> I open it up and it's like it's like metal parts. Yeah. They're all disassembled. Can't really tell what it is. Oh. And I close it. You happy? He's just a salesman. What do you <laughs> <laughs> Liam oh. Liam, you hear like a big relief, like sigh from Liam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um he like looks over. Uh, or she, uh, Laura looks over. Mm-hmm. She's just like, "Why do you walk around like you're some some badass, huh? What are you looking for? Why are you who are you selling to? You haven't I haven't seen any of that around. You're a bad salesman. You haven't sold anything like, to anyone." Look at my clothes. I'm like, and thanks, I guess. Why well, that wasn't a compliment, you idiot. <laughs> I don't. Why are you kids following me around? I don't know you. Go back to your parents. Where are your parents? Uh, Laura kind of like bites her lip. Mom's working. You probably shouldn't be out then. I can be wherever I want. Is that what your mom told you? <laughs> Kid's eye is twitching. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who? Look, look. Just, just stay safe. And I kind of like just pat her on the head. Just way too hard. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I turn around and I'm like, hey, someone come watch these kids. And I just keep walking. <laughs> He just yells out into the distance. Yeah. Laura, you get your ass back here! Um, yeah, you just, you just flabbergasted Laura's. <laughs> and uh, you hear behind Le- uh, Liam just say, no, don't put out the slingshot. The guard's over there. <laughs> okay. Uh, the one the one other place, specific place I want to go to uh-huh. uh, as it starts to get later is Lacey's grave. Mm. Mm, okay. We'll go back to that. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, either of you want to do something early on in the morning? Uh, Mid-afternoon, yeah. Yeah. Afternoon. yeah. Yeah. All right, I got, Jordan. I got ideas. Pilates. Uh, <laughs> well, after Jordan gets that note mm-hmm. and is basically instructed to immerse himself in the culture of, oh, God. of the town. <laughs> Relax, relax. <laughs> <laughs> He's so nervous when I start to yeah, talk. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> He's looking at the letter, and he pulls the letter down, and he sees like a half-packed briefcase, or like a mm. uh, like a duffel bag and a suitcase and a bunch of other stuff, and looks at half of his belongings thrown in these containers, and the other half of everything kind of just like off their hangers and mm-hmm. strewn about the crappy little house he's in. And he just kind of sighs and drops the piece of paper and starts taking all of his things out of mm. the bags and putting them back where they were. <laughs> and he finishes up doing that, puts everything back in the closet, like the um, the duffel bags and stuff like that, and kind of puts everything back the way it was. And then sighs and takes out his phone and um, 
calls Natalie. Okay. Few rings, eventually. Mr. Teller, hello. Uh, hi. To what do I owe this call? Um. So, uh, the services were kind of rough, huh? A little heavy. I can't say it's a walk in the park. Yeah. Um. What are you doing later? I have a few clients to see this afternoon. Why, do you need an appointment, Mr. Teller? No, I was, uh, wondering if you wanted to take a walk in the park. It's like a silence. Uh. Or lunch, or, you know. Sure, I think a walk sounds nice. Can be normal people for a day. I don't know about you, Mr. Teller, but I think I'm pretty normal. No. I actually, I can't say the same for you. I was gonna say it makes one of us. So. I uh, I don't think I'm gonna leave, but I am taking some time off work. So I think that's pretty healthy, Mr. Teller. Yeah, it seemed like a normal people kind of thing to do. Well, it took less than a week, but uh, I'm glad you decided to stay for now. Thanks. I guess. 3.30. We'll meet by the, um, uh, where the service was. That's a good place to start the walk. Okay. I will see you then. Click. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> and, I guess, takes care of odds and ends and gets ready. Okay. Um, Arabella. Um, I'm gonna lay low today. Okay. Uh, it's going to be difficult because first thing in the morning, there's a knock on your door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like a little sore for like riding like the whole week back and forth from town. So I'm like, <sighs> it's very early too. Like, like earlier the, than like the sun maybe isn't even up yet. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm so tired from last night. Oh, I'm so sore from yesterday. At 5.30. Like, <laughs> I kind of, like, yawn and, like, open the door a little bit. Yeah, like, uh, still in my pajamas. Bowie's, like, like runs into your closet. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and you see Mother Adele. Oh, uh, good morning. Hi. Good morning, child. It's time for your prayers. Oh, Oh, oh no. Oh, shoot. Uh, okay. Uh, sorry. Uh, I just need a minute. Of course. Please, uh, try not to take too long. I'll, I'll hurry. I will meet you there. Okay. She walks away. I'm like, kind of lays back and I'm like, oh, I forgot it was today. Uh, I like look at Bowie. I'm like, I don't really... <sighs> Do you think she knows that we went out last night? I just so, stared at him. But he's in like a pile of clothing like, that fell. Like He like jumped on like, <laughs> the, the hangers and they fell down and he's like covered. He like pokes his head out. Kind of just looks at you. <sighs> I guess we should get ready then. Do you want to go to Olivia's room? Any chance to get out of your room? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. She like gets dressed and um, uh, 
very like unlike how she usually is, like who's up on time and yeah. early. Um, kind of like a little less neat than she usually is. Mm. You know, a little re- less presentable. Yeah, her hair is still like kind of a mess. And she can like press her clothes. Or yeah, anything. yeah, it's a little like wrinkly and just like you mm-hmm. know. Um. Yeah, um, you meet where you usually do, which is uh, in the faculty building, mm-hmm. uh, in front of the, the basement doors. Yeah. And you see Mother Adele there with um, uh, Brother Lewis uh, behind her. I just kind of went, good morning. Good morning, child. He opens the door for you. Sorry, I was late. Just kind Quite of like right. slowly walk in, like kind of just like slumped over, like. All that matters is that you're here, child. Yes, I am here. They both follow you in, and we just see the doors close. And Jordan. Yes. You find yourself uh, at the appointed time outside uh, in the small little parking area. Now, uh, the nature trail. Um, and then this is this trail wraps around. Arcadian Haven. It actually take quite a while to walk through the whole thing. Okay. So it's not like something you kind of, not really something you would walk all the way through. It's just like, oh, let's just go and sort of feel tired and mm-hmm. come back, you know? It's like walking the bike path, like, you yeah. would do the whole state. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, you have this wonderful view of the lake pass, and, you know, just yesterday, there was a service here, and um, you didn't see a lot like, the wooden fencing uh, towards more of the steep cliff that leads down you um you can see like little notes that have been like nailed to that little um uh, to the fence itself and mm-hmm. stuff um uh there's like one other car there somebody else who's on a walk who you know you don't see at this mm-hmm. point um did you pick uh natalie would meet you there yeah uh, over there so you see her vehicle uh there she's waiting for you um she's in like you know like runner shorts um, has like a, a coat on. Mm. Uh, looks over to you. Just says, uh, oh, hello, Mr. Taylor. Oh, hi. As Jordan's like getting out of his car, he um, pulls out a, a jacket and he puts it on and it's got his NASA patches and things all over oh. it. Mm-hmm. He's like, hi. Hey. You didn't oh. the jacket? No, I didn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Impressive. I, um, I'm gonna try to be more open now, a little more true to myself. It's it feels weird right now. I feel like I haven't been me in a long time. So I'm trying again. Well, let's hope you come to like you. Yeah, I I guess so. <laughs> Yeah, she uh, she motions for you to walk beside, um, and you know it's it's the end of September. Um, the foliage is still changing colors, but it's still keeping a firm grip on the the trees over there. But because it's a nature path, and because it's New Hampshire itself, there's just leaves all over the ground, um, and uh, everything is crimson and orange, uh, pa- thick patches of green as well. Uh, from trees that just won't give up <laughs> and uh, it's beautiful it's really nice out and it's chilly it's starting to get that chill you know um, 
enough just for like a very light coat. That frosty smell, you can smell it. Yes, absolutely. Fall is common. Uh, yeah, and as she walks, um, you can tell like her, her demeanor is a little different. Mm. There's still this air of, um, you know, you kind of have to work through the professionalism of, you know, of what's happening here, and and you know, there's that distance there that she's she's maintaining mm. uh, naturally. Um, but uh, it's it's come to a point where she's talking more about herself now. Mm. You know, it's less of like, you know, therapy session, right? You know, um, and then mid conversation, you know, we come in and she just says, um, "Yeah," and then you know, um, after I left college over there. Uh, Boston came down over here, inherited the house, and uh, yeah, that's where I am. Sounds like you have everything figured out. I don't think anybody has anything figured out, really. They just think they do. Yeah, well, you don't have to worry about alien invasions or superpowers. There's nothing unexpected going on in your world. I envy that. I mean, if you told anybody we don't have to worry about alien invasion five years ago, you know, I mean, it, I think I'd believe you more then than I do now. No one was worried. Look what happened. Yeah. Kind of caught us with our pants down. Surprised you're talking about it. I, uh... Just trying to come to terms. Yeah. It was scary for a lot of us. Um, I bet. What was it like that day? Like, I didn't come back for another two months. It was terrifying. It was the uncertainty of everything that was happening, and and it all happened really fast. Hmm. One moment, everything's fine. The next, you can't open your phone or turn on a TV without seeing this giant monster in the air, and 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 spaceships shooting at it. It. it, it I thought it was fake at first, actually. Um, I thought somebody left the sci-fi channel on, and uh, uh, it was actually the news. Hmm. Um, you know, um, you can see the pillars from space. Really? Yep. I wonder if they got pictures of that. Well, we could. We were staring at Earth the whole way back. It, it was weird. It looked like someone stuck black toothpicks in the planet. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. And then three quarters of the way there, they vanished. Did they ever uh, tell you to go back up there? Back out in space? I mean, it's easier now. <laughs> they probably... It's. I mean, nobody's allowed to, but I feel like if anybody can, it would be NASA. Yeah, well, one of the guys I was up there with calls me all the time. He swears it's not for business, but I know... He's connected still. Oh, was this um, James? Was it right? Yeah, I um, I, I put him off more than I probably should, but that's how we cope. I'm just not ready. You he don't still, have to be yet. He still lives in New York. It's too close. Yeah, um, I I never been to New York. I think I'd like to go again. Now I hear it's a weird place. Mm. Well, the upstate's like here. Yeah, so I've heard. Very pretty. But, uh, yeah, the, the closer you get to the city, it's like a beehive. Yeah, well, 
I think it's a stark contrast to the quaintness of everything around here. Yeah. Nice and quiet, nothing happens. That's why I came here. She just starts walking, just talking with you. Yeah. Uh, Arabella, incredibly to you. Anything you're up to? I'm so sorry. After your... We basically cut to Arabella mm -hmm. after prayer. Okay. Um, we don't see what happened specifically. Um. Uh, I think she's going to start, like, writing down, like, all of the events that have happened, like, mm. from the first event to, like, now. Okay. And just, like, documenting, like, okay, I think this happened, and then this, oh no, well, that was before that, and then, hey, he came in, he just kind of came out of nowhere, I guess he never really explained why he was here. I'll have to ask him. <laughs> just, like, going through. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, uh, are you in your room, like, doing this? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, just, or actually, I'll probably, like, in that same area where I read, like, on, in, like, the community, kind of. Oh, okay, yeah, downstairs yeah. in the dorms. Yeah. Areas, like, where the couches are and stuff. Mm -hmm. Where a TV would be if they let you right. know, anybody watch TV. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you're, you're there. Um, I think partway while you're writing, you feel a presence over your shoulder. And you hear, uh, what you write in. And you see Olivia. Oh, nothing. Doesn't look like nothing. It's... Am I in it? And she kind of like reaches <laughs> and tries to take your paper. I like pull it away. Yeah, made a death roll. <laughs> Ooh, what is it? Dex? Yeah, fifteen. Eighteen. I mean, oh. nineteen. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, you swipe away. No, well, <laughs> no. It's just a little diary thing. Oh, a diary. Yeah. So if you would. What's not so exciting know? about your life that you gotta write down? <laughs> Nothing really. And you see, um, Bowie is beside Olivia. Oh, has he been with you all morning? Uh, yep. Little stamp. How's he been acting? He's eating my shirts. <laughs> she like pulls up like one of her shirts and it's all <laughs> torn to shreds with teeth oh. marks all over. Bowie, we give you food. Why are you chewing shirts? I think he's teething. Well, make sure, he, you know, nobody sees him. Yeah, I know. I'm not an idiot. He's out in the open. Yeah, he knows. He's not an idiot. <laughs> Watch, I'm... ready? I taught him something. Bowie, someone's coming! Bowie, like, looks and, like, crawls under the, the couch. Oh. Huh. And you see two little beady eyes on a triangle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. See? Okay. He listens to me. Bowie, they're gone. <coughs> Bowie just stays under. <laughs> Bowie, they're they're gone. Okay, we're, we're still learning that one. It reaches <laughs> under and pulls out Bowie. <laughs> it's like an upside down U shape. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, actually, there is something you can help me with. Uh, okay. Um, I mean, you go out more often than I do. Yeah, I'm a socialite. <laughs> Okay, and, um, well, I was actually just wondering if you notice anything out of the ordinary, if you could just let me know. I, I think I'm gonna get into journalism. Made a deception roll. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. 
deception. I don't even know if I have deception. I don't. Okay. Uh, I rolled an 18, though. Oh, okay. That's not a train... No. It's not. Okay. She, like, she narrows her eyes. Journalism, huh? I guess it's like a form of writing, so that checks out. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, if you see yeah, anything weird or... weird. You know, I mean, you know the town like the back of your hand. I do. Yes, I do. Like an encyclopedia of Arcadian Haven. Right. So, if you notice anything strange or anybody new or, you know, uh, just weird things happening, uh, I could start writing about them. Okay. Uh, make an article for me. Okay. Uh... Write the jewel of the compound. Sure. I start writing like in big letters, like the jewel of the compound, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I like mm-hmm. do a little like character. You're gonna sketch. need photos. I'll have to get you a camera. I'll have to get me a camera. I'll take the photos. <laughs> she starts oh, running uh, out. Okay. Runs back in. Where would I get a camera? They're like one of those old cameras. What? I don't want any of that new stuff. Gotta be. We have to be legit about this. I th- oh, <laughs> Mr. Baskins. That's it. Oh, yeah. Actually, he might have a camera. Let's go. Come on. Get your bike. Uh, uh, maybe you could make the trek. Uh, no, this is your career we're talking about. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Come on, Bowie. <laughs> I get up. I'm like, oh, God, I'm so sore. <laughs> I, I take my, my journal with me. Okay. Yeah, and uh, you, you make your way to uh, Peter's Pawnings. Um, uh, when you arrive there later that day, um, you can see that the, the front door, which, uh, the little porch area had all sorts of knickknacks and stuff on mm-hmm. it. The front door is wide open and you see like clouds of dust just <laughs> and you hear like, a... yeah. uh, and you see, uh, Peter Bastions with like a, a vacuum cleaner just like, just thoroughly cleaning this place and his back is to you i like try to knock I'm like mr mr baskins mr baskins mr baskins <laughs> and yeah sorry to bother you no please come right in what can I, uh, uh, I just do it so clear out here, uh, she, uh, It's looking kinda, nice. Uh, thanks, you know, trying to do some tough, tough places to reach over there. Oh, if you need help, we'd be more than happy to no, help. No, I wouldn't impose on you, it's totally fine. Well, actually, uh, we're wondering if you could help us out, uh, finding a camera. A camera? Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, I'm sure if you go to the shopping complex, there's some digital ones there if you want, but... If you're looking for the real deal, I can, you know, kind of moves behind to, like, this electronic corner. It's like a mm-hmm. typewriter, stuff over there, and he <laughs> pulls out this old analog, like, small, but, like, boxy in its design. He pulls out this dusty camera mm-hmm. and uh, uh, a roll of film. It just says, um, I had this for about, oh, boy, 34 years, I think. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got it for a good price. Um, how do we develop the photos? 
Uh, you know, um, I don't really know. Not really something I've been into myself. Hmm, okay. Uh, do you happen to know if it's more of like a red room kind of deal, or if we could just develop that? Um, I think so. Mm. Might be, but, um, tell you what, maybe I'll hunt down a manual for you at the library. Oh. Maybe I can find something for this. Let me just, uh, he, like, takes and he, like, tries to look for, like, serial numbers and yeah. to write down. Um, as he's doing that, I'm like, do you see any other cameras? <laughs> no! They're all the four! Um, how are we gonna get any other cameras? I don't know if we could use this camera. Oh, it's a kind of a cool camera. Huh? It's, it's kind of a cool camera. It is? I don't know if we'd be able to develop any photos, though. I'll find a way. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. All right, I'm trusting you. As you should. We'll take it, Mr. Baskins. Oh, all right. Uh, he grabs it, takes it over to the register. Uh, how much is that camera, by the way? Oh, I see here. Uh, he pulls out, like, this really large, like, ledger. Mm-hmm. Let me see how much I bought it for. Just kind of leafs through the pages. Mm-hmm. And he stops and he kind of looks up at you. And, like, he finds the page. And make a perception roll. <laughs> oh, I rolled a one. One. <laughs> oh, that's Flop. a total of uh, six. Yeah, you don't, you don't see what's on it. And he looks over and he's like, uh, Why don't you just take it? Uh, are you sure? I don't want to take he anything shuts the from you. Yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, I think it, I got it for free. You know, I didn't even pay anything for it. It was, uh, uh, you know, found it at a yard sale, had to go, and just took it. So, you know what, why don't you just, it's nothing, it's not getting any use here. Well, if, if you're certain, uh, I mean, I wouldn't mind doing some, helping you out with the cleaning if, if. All right, you can do some cobwebs <laughs> over there. <laughs> Olivia's like, ah, what, but we were so close, just take that camera. <laughs> Just take it for free. Hey, you over there, you, uh, you girl, why don't you go over there and... <sighs> you two start cleaning yeah. Peter's pawnings for the day. <laughs> um, uh, Barrett. Mm-hmm. So you want to visit Lacey's rave? Yeah, once it gets dark. Okay. Um, yeah, sure enough, it's going dark. And, um... The cemetery is located more to the south um, western side of town, mm-hmm. um, more towards like the official areas over there. And every, um, there's like the Arcadian Haven Cemetery. This really nice, but very basic cemetery over here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's set upon a large hill. Um, as you look over it, um, it's a lawn path. It's definitely more of a park mm-hmm. with like the sporadic graves throughout. And a lot of these plots are. Um, like family owned you can tell this is like you know the old graveyards yeah, right where like yeah. tombstones are falling apart yeah um and a lot of them were like knocked over yeah absolutely yeah. there's like black rusted gates along some plots mm-hmm. as well there's one like mausoleum uh and you do see uh like on it has like the the roman pillars set up over there mm-hmm. and uh, it says the North family uh, yeah. along it. And um, 
checking out like a fresh grave is pretty easy over yeah. here. You do see it's actually more towards the entrance of the um, cemetery itself. Mm -hmm. um, and it's starting to grow dark, chilly. And sure enough, yeah, you find um, Lacey LaCroix's gravestones is in loving memory. Yeah. All right, yeah, I just I just want to just walk up to it, um, kneel down, or kind of crouch down. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to kind of, like, run my hand along the ground. Yeah, and, and uh, you have to, like, brush aside some leaves but it seems like this grave since it's, like, it's it's like a fresh grave yeah over here um yeah you have some dirt on your fingers mm. let's kind of look for a second mm -hmm. <sighs> you know you didn't deserve this and i hate to be the person to do this but i really need to know where you went And kind of just like brush the dirt to the side a little bit. Mm -hmm. Kind of look around. Um, can I? Is there any way for me to tell if like a lot of people are coming here? Like, is there like a lot of stuff? Oh yeah, this is fresh. So recent. Yeah, 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 like lots of flowers around. Um, you can see there's like, um, you see like a small bowl, like a wooden bowl with like. Um, <clears throat> shotgun casings in it like mm -hmm. empty for they're not like live or anything yeah, like there yeah. but um you know little memorabilia stuff like that along um yeah there's a lot of stuff here um can i can i use oh, that won't really work i want to track her to hell <laughs> <laughs> I said he should turn her grave. Always double tap. <laughs> that weird guy's shooting the ground at the cemetery again. God damn it! Um, it's the third time this week. <laughs> He's really freaked out by vampires. Yeah. I'll just uh, I'll just stand at the grave for for a few minutes, just kind of like having a moment. Um, and uh, maybe after a few minutes, I, I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to go out to the woods. Okay. Um, but as uh, like you're, you're before you decide to leave, mm -hmm. um, you hear the crunching of leaves mm -hmm. behind you, and you hear a. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, and you, know, you turn and you see. Um, I see Jason. Mm. There. Um, mm. He has like a, a crutch that he's on. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, no, no, I was, I was just leaving. I'm sorry. No, no, don't, don't let me, don't let me stop you. I'm, I'm, uh, I'll, you know, I'll take a step back. I'm, I'm here enough. Um, and he kind of like starts backing up a bit, and you can see he has, um, like a, a bouquet of like lilies in his hand. It's popular in town, huh? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, everyone like Lacey. She, uh, she. Um, you know, she's a real, uh, real firecracker there and everything, you know? I don't even know why I brought these. She, she hated this sort of thing. <laughs> you know, um, how, how did, how, who, who were you? How did you know her? Uh, 
uh, I'm a hunter too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he he like goes to shake your hand, but realizes he doesn't like crushing one arm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason. Yeah, I'm part of the the hunting lodge over here. Uh, my name's Barrett. I'm not. A, I'm kind of new in town. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Um, she was a good kid though. Didn't know her very well, but. Yeah, yeah. Um, he like moves past you and kind of puts the flowers under the grave. Uh, and he like takes one of the shells out of the bowl and kind of like clutches it to his chest for a minute and puts it back. S- stands up. He says, um, "Yeah, um, if uh, you ever need someone to talk to or anything or want to go on a hunt, lodge is always open." might take you up on that offer yeah hey if you uh if you need anything I know how hard it is to lose someone uh, yeah thanks you, you too yeah uh. see you around then you too Barrett I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go into the woods where where we were fighting the uh, mm. the moose and where our barrel changed and all that happened. The Wilkin Woods campground? Yep. Okay. There's a guy there and he's wearing a hockey mask and he has a machete. <laughs> he's reading a newspaper. He's like, Oh, no, no one ever comes back. Oh, no, he's <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, it's getting really dark out. Mm-hmm. Um, I have dark vision. Oh! Yeah, you clutch the 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 ticket in your yeah. pocket, yeah. and sure enough, this darkness mm-hmm. um, is nothing but a slight inconvenience for you. Mm-hmm. So you start making your way through uh, the road and path leading to the Wilkin Woods campground. Um, yeah, you can see that the buildings are destroyed, like these. Yeah. Um, Okay. These log cabins to the side are destroyed. There's a there's a couple giant holes in the recreation building, mm-hmm. like the gymnasiums are building over there. Um, uh, funny enough, you don't see any like <clears throat> corpses of a certain moose and the yeah. dust of coyotes. Yeah, just looks normal. Uh, not so much normal. Make an investigate roll. What are you looking for in particular? These I'm looking for. <laughs> Specifically, Lacey's gun, mm. um, but anything of hers. Okay. Is what I'm looking for. Twenty. Mm. Good roll. Takes you a little bit of time. So you move through, you're kind of combing around, remembering where she was in the chaos of the battle, mm-hmm. um, and you find between two of the cabins, um, you do see a discarded rifle. In the, uh, uh, in the grass. Okay. Um, now I'm gonna pick it up. Examine it. Yeah. Um, you checked it. It does have like a few rounds in it, mm-hmm. but pretty normal. Are, are all the rounds normal? Yep. Okay. Slap the magazine back on. Mm-hmm. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm gonna take the gun. But, yeah. Um, okay. I'm gonna look around more for any of her other stuff. But... Put that in your inventory. Yeah. It's pretty much all you find. Um, one of the cabins is like burned 
all, like almost a crisp yeah. uh, from the fire from before. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna Shoot. I'm gonna take the rifle and I guess I'll head back. Head yeah. Back to my place. Um, earlier in the day, we have Jordan. Hmm. Um, having just finished the walk along the Warren Croft Nature Trail, uh, you kind of make it back to your car, and um, Natalie kind of just like just like a back stretch. She says, uh, "You know, I usually wait before bed to do all my exercise, but uh, yeah, this is nice." Yeah. Yeah, it was nice to uh, do something other than work for once. Yeah, you know, and I think people are going to be shots as opposed to seeing you either at the compound or the bar. <laughs> Taking a nice walk. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I don't know if I want to go back to the compound. Why not? I don't know. I just... I feel bad about going there and kind of using them as an escape for so long. It just seems weird to me, working in like servitude with an ulterior motive. I wasn't I wasn't working sincerely for them, you know. And um, I also had kind of a weird moment with Mother Adele. And I don't really know how to uh, rectify this situation. Well, ulterior motive or not, I think they appreciate the work. That place looks a lot better than before you got there. Brother Lewis is good, but um, it's a lot of work for, for him. Yeah. They do what they can, but that place wasn't really meant for what they do. Right. Yeah, I understand completely. Um... It's a little too big for them, too. In terms of Mother Adele, I mean, she's a sweet woman. And, I mean, yeah, I know religious types can be a little difficult. Yeah, she, uh, she sees things a certain way. And it's, it's hard to, uh, change her, her, uh, views. She shrugs. Says, I mean, I mean, so are you sometimes. <laughs> I guess everybody has their prejudices, I suppose. Uh, beliefs. Fair. Beliefs. I but, mean, uh, this isn't a session. I can't tell you what to do. No, I know. I don't. Just no, you can't. Can't you? Well. Friends are the ones that have to decide if you're using them or not. Yeah. She shrugs. Yeah, I guess so. It just... There's something weird going on around here, and I can't... I can't seem to shake the feeling. I think... I think the city boy is just looking for some drama. Because that's what he's used to. High energy. Believe me when I say drama keeps finding me. Ah, well. Keeps things interesting. I guess. I'm just looking for normalcy again. Well, you're on the right path. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> makes me feel better. Good. Let's keep it that way, yeah? Okay. All right, Jordan. All right, I'll uh, 
see you around, I guess. Mm-hmm. For our next session. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll get some lunch. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bye! Fuck! <laughs> um, yeah. Is there um, anybody else anyone wants to do for the day? Anybody else anyone wants anybody to do? Anybody else? Anybody else wants to do nelts? Else anybody anyone wow. wants to do wow. like the else? Are we doing do hey, stuff? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go home. Things? Yeah, I, I'm going home. Um, I'm gonna try to mess with that camera. Okay. Just uh, like... made a technology roll. Oh fuck! You trained in it? Uh, Are you gonna fail. develop the film that's already in? I it? am. I am trained in it, actually. Mm, okay. I don't know why. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. You took a yeah. AP course in fucking. <laughs> <laughs> She's smart robotics. enough. Uh, it's not a lot. She was in those 16. after school, middle school courses yeah. with Legos and shit. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Mechatronics. Sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Hold on. I'm gonna see if Olivia can help. Ready? Okay. She has my touch, she'll oh, make it two. worse. Oh, oh nice. Oh, 18? <laughs> um, yeah, so the two of you are like in Olivia's room. And she's like looking it over and um, uh, eventually just starts tinkering around a little bit more. You waste a little bit of film mm. as you try and get it to work, but through some investigative, you kind of like go to Sister Miriam, like, hey, how do we like this camera? And she's like really old and she's like, I can see what it is in, in, in a very long time. You know, she kind of like helps. She kind of drones on for way too long, but mm -hmm. you get like some minor details. Out yeah. Of, oh, okay. And uh, through all this context, context clues and everything, you do uh, figure out taking the photos and everything, and then developing is going to be a little harder. You have to get the right space for that. Okay. Um, which in your area is probably the best place to find the space because there's like several floors of like unused rooms mm. and stuff like that. Okay. You know. Um, it's just a matter of convincing Sister Miriam or Mother Adele, yeah. Brother Lewis, to set up a, <laughs> a, a, a red room yeah, or the, the I forget what it's called, room. developing room. Black room? room. Uh, dark room? Dark, dark, dark room. room. That's it. Mm -hmm. The room. The room. <gasps> My whole life is a dark room. <laughs> big. Crawling! <dark>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Beetlejuice. Oh, no, you're right. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I do that, and then I continue my investigate my interrogation of Bowie. <laughs> your your interrogation slash teachings. Yeah, I, I like take a little photo of him. There's no animal handling in in this game, is there? There there oh, is. There's animal there's... empathy. Is there really? Yeah. It's a um an advantage, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. oh, which I do not have. It, it lets you use interaction skills as if you're talking to a person to an animal. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Huh. I didn't well, know that. Some like well, Beast Boy kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> some fucking Mary, uh, not Mary Poppins. Uh, oh, yes. Well, no, Snow, Snow White. White. Yeah. yeah. You didn't. You some didn't Dr. Doolittle. Which <laughs> bird to make a pie? <laughs> <laughs> some Ace Ventura shit. Yeah. <laughs> Every other character yeah. we can think I don't of have that, that talks to animals. So I just continue. Sure. Do my thing. Oh my god, what it. <laughs> I'm hung up on the, the stats of Ace Ventura. What um, do you think his presence would be? <laughs> What's the cause like? like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, so all of you go to bed for the day. A successful Sunday of kind of talking around. Lazy things. Sunday. Lazy yeah. Sunday. Very good. Um, uh, does anyone do anything in the morning before I continue? 
Um, oh. Yeah, actually. Yeah. It's Monday morning, right? Correct. It's going to be Monday the 28th. 28th. Yes. Got it. Um, so, Monday. Um, Jordan's going to get up at his semi-normal time a little bit later. He's going to wake up without an alarm, and he's going to wake up pretty close to his normal time, because, okay. you know, body clock and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to get ready, and um, he's going to head to the compound at around 9 o'clock. Okay. Um, not to work, but mm. um, he's going to get there, and he's going to um, look for Mother Adele. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, sure enough, after usual morning prayer, um, you arrive and... Uh, asking around a little bit, mm-hmm. easy to find Mother Adele. She right now, I'd say she is. She's actually in uh, behind the buildings. Like the the compound grounds actually extend far below, but it's not developed at all. So like you see some paths that were beginning to like form, and then like actual like uh, landscaped paths, but um, stopped during the construction, and no foundations are laid out. Um, but beyond, you see there's, like, a big dip where, like, after it rains, it, like, collects water over there. Um, you see her uh, speaking with a few of the younger nuns outside. Um, it looks like they're talking about um, some sort of plan for the batch, but you're not quite sure. Mm-hmm. And as you walk, um, one of the, the sisters kind of points over. Mm-hmm. She, she turns around and says, Mr. Teller. Oh, huh. She approaches she says how are you feeling much better I can see in your eyes you look a lot better (laughs) I admit I'm a bit surprised to see you here I um I came to uh thank you uh for taking care of me when I was injured I um I was out of line to speak to you the way I did no 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 I was under distress and of course a traumatic experience together. for anyone <laughs> um and uh I think I'm I want to take a few days to collect myself before I return take as much time as you need Mr. Teller we're always here for you I know and I appreciate that I appreciate everything that you've done for me here and I um I don't want to lag behind in returning the favor. It's it's not something you owe us, Mr. Teller. It is our duty here and our our mission and our purpose to help those um, in need through our faith. I'm beginning to see that. Good, good. Well, we hope to do the right thing here. I, um, I think probably by, by Wednesday I'll be ready. I just need a few more days to, to settle some things before I can kind of start fresh. We can handle things. You don't have to worry about us, but we do look forward to seeing you again. Yeah, well, um, I'm, I'm glad we can kind of keep things at ease. Yeah, she, like, grabs your hand yeah. and, like, holds it, and she says... All is well, Mr. Teller. 
Thanks. I, I'm sorry. I have to admit, I was kind of nervous after the way we left things. If you want to go to a place where no one holds grudges, uh, a nunnery is a good place to start. <laughs> I suppose you're right. Thank you. Of course. And he kind of takes his hand yep. back and turns to leave. Don't touch me. <laughs> she throws a knife. <laughs> yeah, right in his back. <laughs> Not huh? the place to lower your guard, <laughs> teller. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> um, anybody else before? Let's go. No, just my usual routine. Okay. Um, <clears throat> watching me apologize through a scope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Barrett. Mm-hmm. Eat shit. Die. <laughs> okay. I'm dead. <laughs> there is um, as you're uh, walking up to go. Mm-hmm. Sandwich in hand. Yep, yep, yep. Um, <laughs> there's a phone call. <laughs> uh, no number. <sighs> yep. Mr. Stare. Hello. I'm glad I finally got a hold of you. Who, are, who is this? This is your superior speaking. Mr. Sales. Ding, 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 he's right. Mr. Stare, I need to speak with you in person immediately in town. I need your help with a little something. You know, I'm on on the job, right? Yeah, and so am I. And it's my job to tell you to get over here. Where in town? I want you to meet me at this address, I'll text it over to you. I'm such a bad texter, though, so it might take me a minute over here. I got such fat thumbs. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be there ASAP. Very good. Hang up. It takes, like, a, a solid minute for, like, a small address. Yep. Well, okay, this is going to be interesting. Um, immediately leaving your post, you... Uh, arrive. It's towards uh, the commercial district of town, mm-hmm. um, and you see the address. Um, it's actually near the shopping complex, so you're familiar with the area. Um, the building. It's like a very small, like office building. And to the side, um, you see a sign. It says it's like a, it's a realtor office, like Arcadian Haven Realtor. Okay. And you see, standing outside, mm-hmm. you see a, a gentleman, uh, very tall, skinny. Uh, He's wearing just like this blue, very similar to you, like a trench coat. Mm-hmm. But it, he's he looks straight out of like a, an old comic book. <laughs> um, he's got he's wearing like a three piece suit. Yep. Underneath, uh, everything is like bright orange and blue all throughout, <laughs> colorful. He's yeah, popping yeah. Yep. over here. You see, he has like a, a hat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's for like a bowler hat, like uh, on the, the corner over here. He's like twirling it. I'm just imagining like the mask. That's <laughs> very right much so. Yes. Um, his features, he has this very sharp chin yeah. over there. He's got like large dimples, mm-hmm. smiling, pale skin, Smoking. and uh, very teethy grin. Yeah. I slowly walk up. Yeah, everyone's walking around yeah. like, like doing shit. a wide berth. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Sales. Mr. Stare. Oh, it's a pleasure. He puts on the hat and walks over to you. 
Uh, how, how can I help you, sir? In there is a woman, but more importantly is a computer. And I need to get a hold of that computer, Mr. Stan. Well, what's so important about the computer? Shh! Shut up! And don't ask questions, just do your goddamn job. <laughs> <laughs> damn fucking wrecked, kid. You want me to do it now? In the I want of you the day? to distract her, and I will acquire the computer. I feel like it'd be easier okay. to do it the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty distracting. Uh, yeah. Okay, sure. Very good. After you. Slowly walk into the building. Yeah, um, it's a small office. It's like two cubicles set up. Um, there's a, a front desk, and you see um, a uh, a woman. Make an intelligence roll. Intelligence? Yeah. Four. Okay, you don't have <laughs> Dark black hair pulled into a ponytail. All business has like crow's feet, um, mm-hmm. but more brought on by like stress. She's mm-hmm. a young woman. She like You could tell she was like very like attractive um, in her day. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of lived like a long life of smoking and maybe some drinking mm. and um, just looks tired now. Yeah. Um, she wears like, this purple suit. She's like on the computer. She opens it. Oh, uh, and you see the um, like the secretary desk over there says, um, uh, Mrs. Hark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just, I go to the desk and I kind of like looking tired myself after that interaction. It's kind of like lean on the desk. <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm sorry to bother you, ma'am. Um, oh, uh, no, it's just no, no bother. Um, what can I help you with, sir? Uh, well, I, I kind of like, I like pick up her name, but Mrs. Hark. Put yeah, it down. Yes. Uh, there's, there's been the accident in the, the restroom right over there. I, I don't really know who to tell. Uh, made a deception roll. <laughs> 15. 15? Yeah. Um, it's, is it bad? Yeah. <laughs> is there someone in there? Yeah. I know, it's the woman's restroom. She gets up. Um, thank you. And yeah. So it's yeah. shambling over. Sorry about that. She How like, do you know what's in the woman's restroom? I was just thinking that. <laughs> she, she opens the door uh, and kind of walks in. To, mm. to, and the door, the as soon as that door, like, shuts, and you're like, uh, someone in? Like, kind of cuts off. Mm. The other, the front door opens, like, Mr. Stare, you did wonderful. Yes, and kind of just hops over to the computer. It's all yours. God. You know, I'm also bad with keyboards, too, with these fat thumbs. <laughs> Jesus. God, holy shit. Uh, and a cut few minutes thumbs. pass. Yeah. Can, and, I, can uh, I go now? No, you're going to stay right there in case I need you, big boy. <sighs> And uh, it takes like two minutes. You're getting kind of nervous over here. Um, and finally he finishes mm-hmm. just as the women's door starts to open. And mm-hmm. He stands up. And um, uh, as Mrs. Hart kind of like walks out, she's like, uh, nothing happened. And uh, Mr. Sales walks up to you and <laughs> smacks you <laughs> in the face. And just says, how dare you say that about me? Ah. Well, I think we should take this outside, sir, whoever you may be. Come on. <laughs> and China just throws out. Do. His heart's like, uh, um, what is happening here? There was uh, no one. It's a hell of a day. And I just fucked out. <laughs> <laughs> we, we leave 
as, as the sail turns their corner, and he says, that was wonderful. I'm sorry I had to hit you back there. Things got a little heated, but I kind of liked it. Didn't you know, you like didn't it? have to. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He, um, he uh, starts walking down. He says, all right, I got what I needed over here. And he takes out his phone where he, like, types some information. He says, this address, we're going to meet there now. Okay, right now? Yes, right now! I'll meet you there. Meet you there. <laughs> I hate this guy. I hate this guy. He's gonna kill you. Yeah, I let him leave. psychopath. Yeah, I let him leave first and look at the address. Yeah, he, he doesn't get into a vehicle or anything, he just starts walking. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this dude's gonna kill you. I'm gonna complain about this. Alright, uh, get in my car and drive to the location. Yeah. Uh, if you have to, it's this address that's out in like the north, um, I wanna say, uh, <clears throat> kind of similar direction of uh, Jordan's home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you start noticing you're like leaving town a bit. Okay. And this address uh, it looks to be like a single story uh, cottage mm-hmm. area with this uh, single driveway, this old house. And you see inside there's a, like a for sale sign over there um there's like a dumpster outside of it that's just it's like full of stuff as if someone just finished like clearing out a lot of junk in there Mm -hmm. um and you have to wait outside um there's like a small pond in front you can like park a bit away yeah and you wait for like a couple hours as finally (laughs) like walking down the path you see uh mr sales this is long gangly legs Mr. Sale, don't you have a car? No, I don't believe in them very much. <laughs> believe, in believe in cars. He's, okay. uh, he looks over, he says, that's the place right there. My base of operations. This is where you're going to be saying? Mm-hmm, looks like it. Just okay. that I do a little convincing, though. What do you mean? It looks like it's for sale. Oh, no, no, there's a family still there, I think. Someone's still over there, but we decided to get them out. Don't worry. I'm very persuasive with my wit. After you, then. Thank you, and you'll be my assistant. Play along, Mr. Stare. Oh, no. Sure thing. Oh, no. Everybody get on the goddamn fucking road! He walks up, and there's like, um, it's like a, uh, I'm afraid little, for to get up, uh, it's like a wooden staircase with a little landing, and then another staircase leading to the front. Mm-hmm. And he just, uh, knocks on the door, like, <laughs> 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 this guy is fucking terrifying. Here, uh, um, the door opens and you see this like diminutive, like older woman, very frail, has like the white perm, mm-hmm. uh, deep wrinkles set in the eyes. Just um, see, uh, opens up and you hear, uh, oh, Jeremy is, uh, uh, oh, she's hunched over. She looks up. She's like, oh, who, who, are, who are you? My name is Mr. Sales, and I'm here to sell you a little something, old lady. Is your mother home? She's. I. Uh, I don't. I don't think I want. Her. I'm 74 years old. <laughs> he, uh, My mom's been dead. He, he walks into the house. Uh, just she. She pulls aside. Oh, what's it? Uh, I see here you're selling your lovely home, and it's quite beautiful. Like, uh, what do you? I don't. And I think it needs a little something more. Though. Ah, I see you haven't finished packing. I have quite the thing for that over here. Uh, if you would just come to the living room, miss. She looks at you. What is happening? Just what, play is, along. what are you selling? Just... Play... 
Oh, my. I, I, I kind of like squat down, like to get closer yeah. to her, her eye level. Just play along if you want to stay safe. <laughs> Come with me if you want to. Make that yeah. intimidate. Bro. What the fuck? <laughs> Y'all are evil. Natural twenty. Oh my god. What yeah, the immediately fuck? like. Holy shit! <laughs> you're just the... here. The house has been. Um. Yeah. She. She just looks. Um. Stacy. Stay. And you hear, Mom. Who was that? You hear from upstairs. Um, and stepping down, um, you see, um, young woman, like, daughter-in-law, she's, uh, she has, like, the bandana over her head to keep the hair out of her eyes, she's wearing, like, overalls, um, looks like she was just painting upstairs, you know, there's, like, fresh, wet, white, uh, uh, paintings all over her arms and stuff, she said, oh, um, hi, who, uh, and you must be the lovely mistress of the home, <laughs> and Mr. Sales just steps in between, and you see this woman, Stacy, blonde hair, trying to spill it out. She's like, um, who, who, uh, I'm sorry, do we, does my mother know you? No, but I quite want to know all of you over here, and I want to know, uh, just this decor is so... (laughs) (laughs) It's wonderful, really. Uh, please, shut the door, assistant. I want to tell you of a wonderful opportunity, and you can tell, like, Nobody else would really get away with this sort of energy as Mr. Sales kind of is dragging these people along their home through sheer charisma. Yeah. And they're just so off guard and flabbergasted that it's tough to fight back. Um, and um, she, he leads them into their living room where mm-hmm. there's like these two couches set up. Uh, all the stuff along the walls is like taken down. You see boxes are filled up. Looks like the bigger furniture just hasn't been taken out yet. And he, the, the couch has like a floral print on it. And he said, all right, um, please take a seat while I show you our wonderful product over there. Uh, assistant, assistant, um, please, uh, if you don't mind, just standing over there for a moment. So, of course. Stand at the doorway. Right? Yeah. And he sits down. Uh, he sits down on the arm of the couch. Mm-hmm. And he just says, I have a wonderful opportunity for all of you, a vacation of sorts that I want to sell. It's a wonderful place, really, I'd say. And they, the mother and daughter look at each other. Um, if you're if you're purchasing or you're trying to make us buy a timeshare, I we're really not interested. Okay, we're, we're leaving soon. He's like, you, you're right. You are leaving soon. And he like oh, reaches no. out. Don't do it, you fucking madman! Don't do it. And there's a, a shift in the air, and Barrett, you hear a, a shattering of a window as a metal object. As soon as I hear the shatter, can I just reach out and try and grab whatever? Yeah, make a dexterity roll. Oh, shit. (laughs) Get him. 14. 14? Yeah. Yeah, you grab it. You see a submachine gun made of solid gold (laughs) vibrating in your hand. And his hand was like... Yeah, and as I grab, I'm just like, get out. And I open the door behind me. Like, get out! They look... What? They start to shamble up. The old lady gets up, trying to to move Stacy. He's like, "What is? What the fuck is going on here?" <laughs> Mister uh, Stay. I, I I shoot the gun into the air. So, um, made a made a toughness roll. Break your arm. Twenty four. Twenty four. Yes. Mm-hmm. You feel these sharp blades in your hand as you try and shoot. The gun does not fire, mm-hmm. but you resist the damage and still hold on. And it's. 
moving, just <laughs> shaking. He's like, and get out! And I yelled, just trying to. They wave start him out. trying to run out, and uh, Mr. Sales grabs the old lady by the back of the head and just yanks <gasps> her down. Like, oh no, no, no! I haven't made the sale yet, Mr. Stan. I think you should let go of that gun right now. He just scruffed a seventy-year-old lady. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just holding it as a shaking. Made, uh, made a strength roll. Oh shit! No. Sixteen. Not twenty. Uh, oh. <laughs> right out. You see, um, it actually the handle just disconnects from you, and then flies out as you whoa, slips right out, and then reconnects in the air, and he, oh, babies back. Oh my god! And <laughs> just starts to. Unload oh, as Stacy yells and just drops oh to the ground. Oh my you God. see these bullets just fly all around you, and just like he aims up above you, just just making an outline of you here as blood is ribbons all over the place. Oh my God! All right. Holy shit! <laughs> This dude is a spawn villain. Oh my god. <laughs> He's from hell. <laughs> Literally. You know, there are easier ways to do that. Mr. Stare. He puts the gun gently as, like, tucking in a kid, like, on the on the couch. And he, like, steps over the corpse of the old lady, oh blood god. pooling. And he kind of, he just walks up to you, and he's tall. Mm -hmm. Just kind of look, looking down. Says, I know you haven't been with us for long, but we have a bit of a seniority system around here. And if you ever touch my shit again, he points down, company. <laughs> What the <laughs> Follow your fucking orders. And Bleeding Edge will have no problems with you. Now clean this up. Clean this up. I'm going to the grocery store because I am hungry. And the door, the front door just shuts, leaving you blood splattered over your coat. Yeah, bullet alone. holes riddled throughout. Alone in a room full of dead people. Yep. Business as usual for Barrett's Oh my god. <laughs> yep. Alright. And that's where we end tonight's session. What the fuck, though? Holy fuck, that's <laughs> but why, though? terrifying. Damn, dude. I do not want to meet this guy. Holy shit. Oh, wait, Jesus Christ. This dude is like... Never mind. Well, thank you for joining <laughs> us on Patreon to find out what I was <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this. Oh my God! Another episode of the Umbra Initiative. Uh, if you like what you see, make sure you check us out on all of our social medias and all of our other uh, outlets. Looking up, excuse me, the Umbra Initiative by Keep Tapping Apps. That's where you'll find us. Please check out our Patreon. If yeah, you like baby. What you Your support is. What we need desperately, always, and yes. we love you. Uh, look up patreon.com slash the Umbra Initiative. You can yes. also find episodes yeah. on YouTube mm -hmm. over there, already recorded at Keep Tapping Eps. Just look up the Umbra Initiative. Uh, the Patreon is the only way to listen to our post show that we'll be recording in just a minute. Absolutely. So. Mm -hmm. Don't want to miss that one. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, 
we're also on Spotify and wherever else you get your podcasts if you want to listen to us in audio form. If you Absolutely. want to download the audio, mm. check out the Patreon so you can be offline and listen to us. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. If you're watching um, on Twitch, we're going to raid someone. We're going to yeah. raid. So stick around for that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're good. I was just about to say like yes. if anybody like watching has any recommendations for who we should raid definitely throw those gotcha, in chat Neo. Oh, yeah. Neo, I got you. absolutely i agree mm-hmm. always willing to help anyone else mm-hmm. you know? uh we love you see you next week bye 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 bye